Warning. This podcast has been labeled as vile, dangerous, and toxic. Listener discretion is advised. Here's your host, Amiro Gregori. Welcome to Limit Break Radio, the final rejoining. Because after this, we will have been rejoined. Welcome in. Thank you, everybody, for joining us right here at the top of the program. We've got some exciting conversations. We're going to be talking to Kahlo and Prince Clary since their schedules have freed up. We're also going to be talking all about Endwalker, our initial reactions and responses to Endwalker. We're going to be taking your calls as well. If you want to get lined up for that exclamation point, Discord in the chat is what you got to do. And finally, what everyone has been waiting for, we will reveal some of the plans for the revival of Limit Break Radio. Congratulations and thank you to absolutely everyone over at patreon.com slash limit break radio. You guys are helping make this happen. But first, we should uh, send things over to our Aorzean studios. And yes, we are actually in our Aorzean studios today. It's exciting. We were able to defeat the login queue extreme but joining me today i've got uh of course my intrepid companions nika nika how you doing no feels good to be here as well as strife strife how are you hey doing good she joined us for the last reunion, but she's here today as well. You can read into that what you will. Escalia Rayumasa graces us with her presence one more time. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. How are, how are you? I'm doing good. You know, it's uh, it's it's not quite like doing the Warriors of Lust. It's a little bit different. Uh, just a tad. Just a tad. But it's like riding a bike. You never really forget how to do Limit Break Radio. Listen, I've never forgotten how to ride anything in my life. Okay, didn't didn't need that. Didn't need that at <laughs> all. Uh, also joining us are special guests for the evening and the final piece to the rejoining puzzle. Kahlo Landis comes back to Aorzia. Yeah, now that uh, my my schedule has, as you said, freed up. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's a fun way of saying you don't make it as is. much money as you used it to. It is. It, it, it definitely is. Although I see that, that, that really our, our spot here was never uh, in jeopardy of throwing people like strife in nowadays. Okay. So, uh, yes, obviously we will talk about why your, uh, your, your dance card is a little bit more free these days. But, of course, joining us as well, we have Prince Clary. Prince Clary, welcome back to the program. First of all, it's Eves. It's Eves. It's, it's, it's not Prince. You, you, you would have known that if you, you, were just, you know, stayed in the game. If yeah, you what, stayed in the game. What happened to you, your friendship? Oh, I still have that, but now I just have an actual name because that name was, was dumb, and I didn't think it represented me very so, well. So it's Prince Eves. Sure, if that works for you. It works for me. I'm thrilled. That works for you. I mean, that works for you. I always assumed that Prince was a title, not your first name. Yeah, that's 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 what I think. I, I thought too. I mean, in the game, they always would call you by that, so it probably exactly. looks really it annoying. Looks really stupid. Oh yeah, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, it's Prince. Hello, everyone. But yeah, wait a minute. How could you hate being called Prince? He's wait, only wait, now he's the adventurer formerly known as Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty. That's that's actually quite correct. It's actually quite correct. No, I just I just decided to change the name because I mean I'm on Balmung and you can't have a name like that on Balmung. It's it's everybody's probably a prince on Balmung. I'm I'm just listen. I'm just saying. You know, you could have had an entire second career, little red chocobo. You know, like I mean, you could have come up with all of the Prince 14 hits. Honestly, I mean, we could have when lanterns fly. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been great, but no, happy to be here. Happy to see everybody uh, and happy to uh, be here for the rejoining. Uh, And I echo Carlos sentiments. I have no clue why why strife was allowed. Uh, That that baffles me Mm -hmm. still to this day. But hi, everyone. Well, as you know, uh, that was that was uh, you know Nika was heading let the show at this you. point. It's because y'all abandoned us. Wait, you let? Oh, me do oh, it? oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. The, de- the desperation uh, was real. Oh no! That, that makes sense because it, see the the one thing I didn't get was that Strife basically does Nika's job but better. So I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah, she basically came on and went, there's no one here to hold my hand, please. No, it's kind of like when you hire somebody. Yeah, you're not wrong. Up, you know? <laughs> it, it happens all the time. You know, you got to train the person who replaces you. It happens all the time. I know I know it very well. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Well, welcome. Welcome back to Limit Break Radio. Have you missed us yet? Um, so, yeah, obviously we got a lot to cover here and, uh, you know, somewhat of a limited time frame. Uh, who knows when the, the servers are going to kick us off? They're going to find out that we're, you know, in a, in a room, in a, a, a house, and they're just going to be like, shut that down. We need to we need to all power to the 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 queue uh, status. No, you know, so uh, who knows how long uh, we're going to be able to stay in game speaking of which uh everyone should probably just you know get up for a little Quick stretch yeah a little yeah. little afk stretch and, you know that there is someone know. in the in our chat right now just watching the three of you sit there while looking at a cue screen on their own thing and thinking those 
fuckers. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I'm that person. That's we're using up. We're using up three precious slots to sit here. That's right. This is important. This is peak content. It is important. I won't apologize. I won't apologize. It's me. I I am that person. I am fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred forty-five. That's that's about where I started. Oh no! And now there's the DC. You know what? Oh, that sucks. Two thousand and two mechanic. Oh no. Oh no! What might make people even matter is to know that there's also people in the studio sitting down, watching us sitting down. <laughs> no, I didn't there even is. spin my camera around. There's yeah. at least one person in the studio watching <laughs> us sit while they're sitting. So that's those are the people you should really be upset with. Uh, well, uh, I'd like to say we apologize, but you know what? We had to wait in line too, assholes. So what yeah. do you want? What do you want? It's it's we all got to do it. It's and some, you know, some people keep their buttons held down for twelve hours, like Nika. But you know, that's that's neither here nor there. I don't do that. I just run back every ten minutes and hit the escape key. Let's let's. Okay, I, that's better. Okay, <laughs> we're already into it. So why don't we just we started here? Why don't we just keep it here? Let's talk about the Q situation because obviously, <laughs> doesn't matter where you are in the game, doesn't matter where you are in Endwalker, or even if you're like Kahlo and still back on Shadowbringers, uh, or like Lloyd all the way back on fucking Stormblood. Um, you're going to run into a problem right now uh, that is just logging in and uh, trying to uh, to to, you know, wait through the queue. Um, I know myself, I've waited upwards of like two and a half hours. Uh, there was one time I was going to stream and I literally had it loaded and everything was ready to go. And then I forgot that I had been connected to my works VPN. So, it, oh, no. Yeah. Like it immediately booted me like after checking my inventory and i was like oh my god this is the most brutal so but so i i have listen this is prefaced by saying i have some sympathy for people who are fighting the good fight and trying to log in okay that said people fucking complaining about it and trying to go at square enix about it is fucking ludicrous i don't know what your expectations are for square enix and listen i'm i'm not one to hold water for square enix or make excuses for them but there is a global fucking chip shortage Mm -hmm. and and this is like no one gets to skip the queue no one it it it, it impacts literally everyone well Uh, listen the 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 day this popped off and and i remember around early access launch we were all in chat talking about queue times and first of all i feel like there's a lot of people who are not used to mmo launches who are now this is their first mmo expansion launch so i I do want to preface it with that however um if any game is persistently online and it's launch day or launch week, you don't have server issues. This is before a chip shortage. This is before yeah. any of this. You're you gonna experience this. So if you're complaining about queue times, first of all, if you want the game to be healthy, this is actually a in a weird way a good problem for the game to have. There are too many people trying to play the damn game. Sure. This is they could not ask for a better problem. However, what I will say is that by going to social media to complain about it, you just make yourself look like an ass. And I kind of don't want you to play the game because you're going to complain about every little stupid ass thing in the game. And that's I hate that kind of fan. I hate that kind of player because they're still human beings 
who you know are behind this game these are the same people who during fan fest were like oh my god the team they're so human they really care about each other and then the moment that one thing happens that you don't like during this launch you hop on and actually want to sue square enix and start a class action lawsuit <laughs> Jesus. about about i can't get into the game so shut right. the fuck up so, with, with so- that shit so I, I agree, but I, I will say this just to play devil's advocate. There is one legitimate issue that I see people complaining about, and I think it is justified, just the one. And it's not the queue itself, right? The queue is understandable, or at least anyone reasonable should understand why there's a queue, right? Everyone in the game is having a great time. That's why the queue is there, to not overload the server and ruin everyone's time. Sure. But, uh, you know, when you see these kind of errors, right, the 301s, the 404s, the, uh, the 2002 error being the most notorious, the fact that these errors can occur when you're not at the back of the line, but you're at the front of the line or in the yeah. middle of the line, that is a problem. That is something they do have the ability to solve. They, they should not be booting people off arbitrarily who are not at the back of the line. If 2002 exists because there's a cap on the number of people allowed into the server, only people at the back of the line should be being booted. The fact that you could be number one next in line and you get a 202 and get knocked out, that's kind of fucked up. That yeah. happened to yeah, me! But, but at the same time, I've been booted off at number 44, logged back on and been number 66 and got on at the exact same time as I would have been there is there does seem to be something that keeps roughly what your place in line is if you're able to get back on quick enough yeah i mean yeah. i was number one i was booted off literally four times while still at number one and then the fifth time i logged back in i was at five thousand one hundred so, so they're logging. I was pissed. Yeah, their they're login server pulls roughly every like 30 seconds or something. And I think they give you a one minute grace period. So you have three pulls, basically three ticks before yeah. it's, it assumes that you're not coming well, back. And I mean, one of the freaking bugs, I think it's the one that they're planning on addressing oh my God. tomorrow's maintenance. It's from 1.0. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally backend, a backend server logic error from 1.0 that they didn't believe until they got mass reports in Endwalker. So, yeah, we've got uh, uh, a update that's coming down the pike. It, this is the one that also adds the raids in, right? Yeah, Pandemonium's out. Yeah, normal, yeah. normal mode. Normal Normals, mode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the normal. Okay, so, uh, you know, obviously that's going to be a big deal uh, as, you know, we uh, we continue to uh, wade through uh, the mess that is this launch. And again, you know, I, I don't... I, I do not carry square enix's bags i could not give a fuck about making excuses for them however i will say that i i just i don't think the, that the responsibility falls on them i think that had you know Shadowbringers uh had the game been as popular then as it is now we would have seen almost the exact same situations they would have been alleviated quicker because square enix would have had access to more hardware but i think you know just try uh, trying to use this as an opportunity to sort of one up Square Enix or get one over on them is, uh, man, I just, I, 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 it feels weirdly opportunistic in a weird way, or like you're just looking for something to complain about. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, obviously, we've got this, uh, this update coming. Uh, they're going to be trying to address the 2002 error. Um, and, uh, I guess the other big piece of Square Enix news is that, uh, they have suspended sales of Final Fantasy 14, uh, because the game is so fucking popular. See, now if you're going to talk about a story, the server issues are whatever. But this is a much larger 
story in my opinion well, like, and, at what, and, at what does a company just stop saying we can't make any more money because too many people are here guys that's well, to me to me that is the way bigger indicator of like where square enix's head is at like they're actually like for everyone who's like oh they're this is just an artificial problem they're no. just they, they have they have plenty of hardware that they could deploy to alleviate this tomorrow if they wanted they're a billion dollar company don't tell me that they can't find uh uh you know chips or blah 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 chip shortage whatever um and, and look i i just i i don't think that 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 carries a whole lot of weight and this is all of the evidence that you need if they're suspending sales and turning people the fuck away yep. what do you think the reality of the situation is exactly like, because listen like you've got uh people out there you know thinking like well if they would just you know oh i'm sure the servers are very expensive right now but any up and pay for it no, no no it isn't that they're expensive you cannot get them uh unless you can convince blizzard to sell off some of theirs which i don't know why they won't at this point uh you're you just can't get any right now and the proof is right here you literally cannot buy the game right now they have said no more money please we can't we cannot service you at that point if they were supposedly sitting on some backup hardware and don't get me wrong i'm sure they do have a backup server or two you know in case one blows up and then they can't replace it right however you can't that's like something you can't touch because like think of the shit storm they'd be in if tomorrow something went horrifically wrong and freaking primal exploded and now they can't replace it yeah right yeah and, and I mean, all- they've already they've already deployed test hardware their backup hardware to the login server if any node any of the physical hardware for login servers break your number of people in queue is going to go down you're gonna get more 202s it could happen any day now yeah yep yeah and 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 also you know just on the topic for anyone who's like oh well they could just use cloud to scale out just so you know that's not how it works you can't do that if you haven't planned for that initially you can't just take what you have and go yep just scale to cloud it's magic it's not how the tech works yeah that was other people complaining about that and but you know and i'm glad you said that strife because a lot of people have no idea how networking works and and i'm not you know expecting everybody out there to have you know uh you know it certificates or anything like that but i think at the end of the day you got to sit back and you got to say so many people are trying to play this game and this is so awesome because people who love this game have been this is partially our fault by proselytizing you know that game final fantasy 14 with the free trial to heaven's word <laughs> like yeah. we sat back and created this monster and now some of those self-same people are running around talking about there's too many people playing the game square enix should do more like i'm sorry you can't have it both ways either you want people to play the game and be excited and have this type of issue or you yeah. want nobody to play the game and you can end up hopping on and have it be a ghost town that only you can play. So, what do you want? Uh, should, should we I, advocate? I, sorry, should we advocate the opposite? Should we go with the what is the joke now? The Cartman Casa Bonita strategy? Nah, 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 nah. You can't get in. <laughs> I love it. Yes, actually, I, I, that's that's now that's now the name of this episode is Nana nah, nah, You can't get in. <laughs> and I, you know what? We should just recreate the whole the whole commercial. Like you know, we have Square Enix had the cojones to drop a Cartman Casabonita commercial right now. Man, we could do it for them for free. We've got ten new dungeons, but you can't see them, fucker. Oh my gosh! I got it, and you don't. Have you tried Q Extreme? 
<laughs> Someone get Juxta on the phone. We need to have him write a script. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, we've also got another piece of Final Fantasy XIV news to talk about, which is the Grubhub cross-promotion campaign. Uh, we found out about this at the Game Awards, where mm-hmm. we saw an old friend make, uh, you know, like th- make a, a commercial debut. That oh, was yeah? so cool. Oh, man, MizTech. I know. Like, MizTech, congratulations, by the way, for landing that. That's awesome, it, it, you know, and on such a sort of like uh, uh, highly viewed program as well. Um, you yep. know, that's that's got to be that's, that kind of exposure has got to be really, really good for her. So yeah, get that get that bag. You, you want to know what a big deal we are. The MizTech used to answer my DMs. <laughs> Keyword used to. Yeah, once, she doesn't anymore, but she used to. Yeah. But uh. like the emote itself is like ass though. Like well, okay. Let, oh, yeah. Hang on. It looks like, like butt. We we haven't we haven't quite gotten there. So what the the campaign was? You had to order Grubhub. And it would come with a code. You would get an email for a code that contained an emote that you used in Final Fantasy XIV, which is the slash eat pizza emote. Yes. Now, uh, without spoiling much about Endwalker, I was wondering why there was suddenly a uh, design for a pizza in the game that I hadn't seen before. And lo and behold. Okay. Yeah. Lo and behold. I, the pizza emote. I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. I'm, uh, uh, I am noticing so much well-modeled food in Endwalker. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, like, here's the thing. Like, this is Square's MO. Did you not play 15? Did you not see 15? No, I did. I did. I did. I did. Please. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It's, it is thematically odd when you're showing off burgers as large as your character's head in yeah. a city that is renowned for its shitty food. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it more odd than the Allegon cell phone? Yeah, no, yeah, uh, no. I still, I still hate the elegant cell phone with every drop of my being. But, but let's be honest, though. Every like live letter where they let people in the audience at FanFest ask questions, like fifty percent of the questions are about food. So like, this Peaches? does make sense. This Peaches, does make sense. I mean, it does. It, I mean, it, it's listen. This is way better than Mrs. Freshly's. I will take. You no, know, I'm a. I'm gonna say this though. Is it? You're talking about it being in in, in Charlene where the food is trash. Is not. Is a hamburger not low key trash food? Is what? it not a trash I, food? I will not. I will not have you slander the good <laughs> name trash food of hamburgers. Any stress of the imagination. Why are we allowing you here? No. <laughs> no. This is not. This is. This is not okay. A hamburger, like anything, it can be elevated depend on depending on who and how you are using it and or eating it and the ingredients that are being used. Yeah, like it, a high it, it's, burger it's, as a concept is not trash. No, the concept no, but the average hamburger is is whack as fuck. Only be, like only because only because Burger King and McDonald's are out there, you know, just hurling hamburgers to throw the average down. If, if, you, if you strip away like McDonald's, uh, Burger King, Wendy's, like all the, those yes. big ones, and you strip them away. I would 
think the average if you strip higher. away 90 percent of every hamburger ever made fast food fast food it's come on now fa- fast fa- come on. You, like come on fast come food on. is is a genre of food unto itself do you, do you not go to other restaurants and eat a hamburger like is that not if someone dude if someone do, star- it is not it is not a top tier food by it, any what? stretch of the imagination so if we're talking about a place that is not renowned for food of course a hamburger would come from there because it's not a top tier food it's simple it's straightforward all you need is some ground beef that could come from anywhere from the fucking cow and you can make a hamburger but that's like saying like a quesadilla is trash food because taco bell serves them yeah yeah a taco bell quesadilla is trash quesadillas are delicious right right Exactly. Like if if someone if if someone decided tomorrow to start making you know uh, Thai fast food that doesn't I don't think that that drags the average of all Thai food down. Oh man, now I want Thai food. I know I do too. Um, <laughs> hungry, <laughs> I'm so hungry. Anyway, so uh, this this cross promotion has been really interesting, mostly to see the reactions to it and. To see how poorly it's gone on Grubhub's side, um, yeah. I have seen everything from my driver stole it to, and I don't know how that happens. To Grubhub's running out of codes, I don't know how that happens. Uh, like uh, this, it seems to be an awfully snake bitten sort of cross promotion for how many people were excited about, like weirdly excited about it. Yeah, I listen, like I feel like at this point Square Enix just needs to anything that involves an online code because we already saw this summer that they couldn't sell the game anymore because they ran out of online codes. Now Grubhub has run out of online codes. Just your game has gotten too successful and you need to just scale it back. I'm, I, I say we go back to physical editions. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, please no. But like, I, I mean, you'd, you'd think by now they'd have learned their lesson and they'd have a system just keep making new unique IDs for things, but I don't know why they, they have such limited runs. It's, well, it's like it's like Nintendo, right? Where I mean, obviously Nintendo purposefully does it, but that kind of underestimating the popularity of your game. Like, guys, your game is lit- like your servers are on fire trying to get enough people crammed into Eorzea to play your game right now. Did you really think like in a pandemic, people weren't going to order some Grubhub? And oh, by the way, I guess I'll drop my Endwalker code in and get a free emote. Of I mean, they were going to. I mean, it's it's literally insane the response to the to the campaign pain like it, it, it like most everyone that i follow on twitter was like trying to to figure out how to get the e- and i'm like like the the fucking emote isn't even that good no it's not it's, it's okay of having it though see i've been Hello. using it for like the last five minutes and it's all good except for this random thing at the end where i look so embarrassed to be eating this piece of pizza of it you probably should be <laughs> she she eats and goes oh Beautiful pizza. Uh, I, yeah, I say I do like your kind of nod while you're eating it. And you're just like, yeah, you know what? This is good. And then she goes, oh, and like does this little cheek thing. What is that? And that well, I you, think that's supposed to be her being like, oh, Sugoi. Your 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 character just realized it was Domino's. Uh, oh, oh, I like Domino's actually. No, I think that is confirmation that Nika gets turned on by pizza. That's what we're seeing right there. It's <laughs> actually canon now. Uh, all right. Before we move on, let's go to our phone lines and uh, talk to Carletta. Carletta, what's going on? Ooh, hey. Hi, Carletta. Hi. Oh, I'm I'm trying to do pizza as well. And my uh, first time I tried it, 
I didn't realize you had to click through a portal to to use the uh, code. Oh, okay. And it wasn't on my. Uh, wasn't on, I was told to check my receipt. It wasn't there. A little bit later, right before the you know before the deadline, I ordered another one. And you know, I'll. They say it could take two weeks. So, all in all, if I don't get it, I had two tasty meals. Two two weeks to deliver a co- an what, item code. What the all fuck? The codes. All the codes came on the seventeenth. They okay. So I didn't get it. Well, well check check the email that's associated with your Grubhub account. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I that's, okay. That's where mine came from. And then also check your spam. Yeah, check check your spam, and if it's Gmail, they uh, they tend to throw things into like the promotional tab as well. Yeah. It can it yeah. can wind up in there too. That's well, look, at, yeah. look at this promotions. look at this fervor for such a garbage emote. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just FOMO. It's just FOMO. It's FOMO. Yeah. I'm mad that I didn't get whatever the Butterfinger. I didn't remember what the Butterfinger crossover was, but I'm like, I never I never got it, and I'm mad. That was a mount, at least. Yeah, was like it? I, I, okay, a mount I, I get, but like, it, I, it, there's it, a Butterfinger mount in the game. It wouldn't. No, it, it, it was, it was yeah, the we, cho- the Choco Purr, Choco Purr, whatever it was. It, the the weird floating yeah. thing. Yeah, it, it was chocolate, right? There yeah, was it was also, a chocolate. There's also the Amazon thing, right? You purchased on Amazon, you got a Chocobo mount, like a fat Chocobo or something. Yeah, like, that was like a couple years ago, right? Yeah, it was like way back when, but something that had the promotion in the video game mer- like section, and you got a free thing. Could have been worse. It could have been the shape of a candy bar and it looked like you're flying with a giant turd. Jesus. Uh, well, that's good to hear from you again. Yeah. Thank you. As always. Thanks for giving us a call, Carlotta. And hey, the, the, we're going to, um, I want to start a, uh, a band, do some little charity work for the people of Garlemal, you know, have a song, call it Do They Know It's Starlight and have the, and call it Bard Aid. <laughs> I mean, they can use some, some <laughs> here, so that's fucking good. That's good. Thank you. you know Thank you. All right, so have, go ahead. Had the merriest of holidays. See, yeah, we 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 got to get some of those midi bards to go just hang out in uh, in the yes. Garlemald zones to just try to cheer those folks up. Turn, turn, turn those frowns go. upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Carlotta, okay. thanks so much for giving us a call You're here today. Welcome. Have a good day. You too. I did. I did not have Garley and Charity concert on my LBR bingo card today. Oh, so good. So oh, good. Your empire got you down. Listen to this song. There you go. There you go. Freezing, the, freezing the your toes off. Yeah, just listen to this. Specials that the Garlands are really into the Christmas caroling. Yeah. Okay. So we, uh, we'll do that. We'll get the Orzean <laughs> equivalent of Bob Hope to go do tribute to the troops over there. That'll be great. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, that yeah, well, you do, you do a lot of wrestling stuff. Could you start up a, uh, uh, a super throwdown uh, in Garlemald for a charity event? Uh, you know, I think that would be difficult because of the lack of PvP. But uh, we, you know what? It's but it's I'll wrestling. Anyhow, it's right? res- Yeah, it's wrestling. So uh, we could just do like AOE moves. Like you know, yes, yeah. get all, no, all blue mages. You can actually do your moves. You know, we yeah. can just do like one of these, and then and then like this, and sort of pretend that we're fighting. Yeah, and everyone remember a portion of your sub goes to you know this these charity efforts in Garlemald, so it's really important. Just to, oh, just boy. to just to be clear, it absolutely doesn't. But uh, <laughs> correct, we're gonna just say that anyway. Um, all right, so uh, that brings us current on most of the Final Fantasy fourteen news. Um, so obviously, with uh, Kahlo and Prince Clary here. Uh, and as I alluded to, it's I'm sorry, Eves. Eves. what the hell is wrong with you? I, it's going to take a while. I don't care. Get it right. 
so obviously with Kahlo and Eves here with us today, uh, we've got some uh, some catching up to do as uh, the rejoining continues to happen. Um, so uh, why don't we start with uh, with Kahlo? Uh, Kahlo, first of all, welcome back to Limit Break Radio. Um, so, uh, what what sort of brought you back to uh, FF14? So, obviously, besides my my dance card opening up, at strike, you're in my chair. Oh, that's so gross. I mean, good you thing I it. moved servers. Uh, right. So when uh, when Callie uh, had actually just gotten back or, or started streaming and and you know was doing some fundraiser stuff. You know, to get equipment and kind of get the word out there, um, I had decided to help sweeten the pot a little bit. And um, if, you know, her viewers had gotten her to her final stretch goal, then I would then provide them with the opportunity to try and get me to come back via a goal of my own. Oh, and uh, they were they were more than happy to do both. So um, he, he, to be clear, he had a str- uh, he said, if they meet my stretch goal, I'll give you an opportunity to meet one of his stretch goals. Yeah. To, uh, to get me to come back. He literally announced a release date for a release date for him to come back to Final Fantasy Four. To be fair, uh, to be I fair, did. I had I, I had a announcement for the announcement for this episode. So, <laughs> yeah, you did. You, you did. did. We're you did all kind. We're all kinds of guilty of that. Really? Square Enix is the one to blame when it comes to all of this. Let's be completely honest um but uh, anyone yeah, so, else feel like a hypocrite i do so uh in in doing so um yeah obviously i had to start with with shadowbringers because i never did shadowbringers uh and i think that i well the first thing that i realized was all the people that i at least at the time was interacting with that played were all over on mateus so i'm like oh, I, I guess do i do i i guess i server transfer uh, and I did that. So now I'm, I'm, I'm over on Crystal Mateus uh, with Callie and everyone else. Um, and then I think I played for like a week and some other game came out and I stopped playing. And it wasn't until Endwalker was a week away that I'm like, oh, right. Shadowbringers. Uh, so uh, I've been playing through that and I'm, I'm at, I think, the last trial before I finish the uh the initial 5.0 content oh okay all right so you're you're pretty close to the end of uh of of the actual 5.0 hold up hold up what do you mean the last trial are you telling me you finished before amara you literally oh the last dungeon okay if if you told me i would say if you told me that you finished the amarat dungeon and didn't (laughs) proceed to go do the trial i was gonna smack you oh sorry is the dungeon for all i know is that that and i think i thought that it was supposed to be a trial robbie robbie watching your stream was like really awkward because you literally like cockeased everyone you just stopped before the most hype fucking pinnacle (laughs) you had no idea how hard i do that to the stream and they hate me for it he does it in D &D too and he sucks First of all, everyone does it in D&D, okay? I did it playing Guardians of the Galaxy every chance I could get. Oh, they love it. They fucking, <laughs> no, they love it. Don't let them tell you otherwise. There's a, a special it. kind of audience you're cultivating, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They love it. Um. So, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, not all the way through. So, uh, not only do we have to be kind of delicate of Endwalker spoilers, we got to kind of be delicate of Shadowbringer spoilers. Great. Yeah, I mean, cool. I would, I would appreciate it. That, that's, that's awesome. <sighs> um. So, what? Wh- overall, I mean, you're almost through five point mm-hmm. Uh, most people by the point that you're at in the five point story have decided kind of what their overall opinion of Shadowbringers is. So what did you think? 
Yeah, so, you know, it's interesting because before I started Shadowbringers, obviously everybody else is through it. Everyone's talking about how this is the best expansion that the game has ever had. And as I got to st- certain story beats, well, people and, were and, and also, me. also keep in mind, like, when you quit, like, when you left FF14. It was just before, I think, the last patch. Because I wasn't quite done with Stormblood. I had to do yeah, like, yeah, a little yeah. bit of like Shadowbringers setups. Yeah, I had to do the exact same thing. I think we quit almost at the exact same time. But yeah. like, I think you were at the same sort of point that I was at, where my just enthusiasm for the game was all the way through the floor. Stormblood had completely burned me out. It wasn't just doing the show uh, or anything like that, but it was, it, you know, it was... Um, did the game too and actually I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll have a question a question for you because I think that you're probably the only other person who who was in a similar situation to me so okay playing through it obviously it is much like leagues better than sure. Stormblood yeah. could have ever been obviously but like when I've gotten to a few big story reveals like I, I don't know if if the way that we were at the end of Stormblood had had sapped our enthusiasm enthusiasm to a point that it had done irreversible damage to the way that we view the game but like you know a few big things happen so i, I apologize to anybody else who isn't quite as far as me and shadowbringers for for some reason but like we you know when they announced you know when we got the reveal that zodiac and heidelin were actually just primals i'm like yeah. yeah okay that makes sense like whenever i got to big plot reveals like that like i'm like that makes sense that's cool but it didn't like make me hype for the story or i didn't get like oh oh my god it was just like you know what that's good writing. That's, that's actually a, really good. That's a theory like that. that you've had for like years. That's true like, that too. was the one thing about, about Shadowbringers well. I'll say is that a lot a lot of it is very much so like theory crafting that people who are into the game mm-hmm. yeah. did for a while that just got confirmed in many yes. ways. And and, right. and and that is I think I think one of the big things for me was like a lot of those revelations, I think I was on the same sort of wavelength as you. I was like, that makes sense. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's solid. But it wasn't We're not surprising. No. And and the thing is there were there were two story beats that completely sold me. Okay. Okay. Have the, I gotten to them yet? No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair but, enough. I, I I do like that. There's still stuff for me to be excited about because we're I'm currently you, at. Um, you are bad for quitting there, like Strife was saying. You, you quit. You quit right as Emmett self revealed he's the real protagonist. That's that's. Bro, so 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 here's the other thing, right? Because everyone's all like, "Oh, Emmett's best boy. Emmett's best boy." And like when they pulled the whole like, "Oh, hey, look, you know, the Asians have a reason for what they're doing besides just being evil." I'm like, all right, well, that's cool. And obviously that that's that's good like world And it makes sense. For your characters and it makes sense, but they're the bad guys. So like you trying to humanize them now, like like it's fine it's and it's cool. It's hold better. on. Hold on. It's fine and, and that's cool and everything, but they're still the bad guys. So I'm not going to care. Yeah, I will say, hold on. I'm with you. I'm with I you. Say, is gassed. I'm going to say it right now. I will gassed. say it did change a little bit for me where I stopped when he basically says, because, you know, if it's just for me, if it's just, hey, Emmett wants to bring back his people because they fucked up. I'm like, well, no, you fucked up. You had your chance. It's gone. However, when he busted out the reasoning that, like, look, if shit happens again, we're like we're facing down complete annihilation. Your people ain't going to sacrifice has to have themselves to save the star. I'm like, all right. That's fair. So that helps a little bit. But to me, Emmett's 
he may be one of the better villains, but I don't, I don't understand why people are like jerking off for him left and right. Well, you do understand why people are jerking off to him left and right. I mean, there is because you can just look at his fucking area. character design. Oh, oh yes, not, yes, you're no, right. No, I'm no, no. People, people love good like to He went to college to learn how to become a villain. He's like, do I have the weird evil walk down? Do I talk <laughs> like I'm evil? Okay, obviously you can all tell <laughs> I'm a villain. I'm good. To be fair, so. he's had a lot of time, Robbie. He's had he a lot has. Of tens of he thousands. Has had, years. had a lot of time. Okay, okay. Lot of time. all right. So Listen, I walk like that after a busy day at work. Like. You, I, I, I empathize with that man so much. I'm, I'm sorry, but like the moment in the woods in Gratika where he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out. And he just snaps his fingers, disappears. And everyone's like, wasn't there some dude here before that? That sold me on him. And if you're not sold by him, I, no, no, him that point I don't forward. think he's bad. I don't think he's bad at all. He's a good villain. I just don't understand why people treat him like, like they definitely put him on a pedestal. He's good. I agree with that. I agree. Listen, I I agree with that. People do put him on a pedestal. He was not necessarily. He was my best boy for sure. He he. uh, Listen, it was a marked improvement over Xenos. Okay, he has the benefit of coming after Xenos. He's a lot better. So so hang on, hang on. There's there's one thing like, and I don't think that this is a spoiler because you've already sort of talked about it. But like the revelations that the Asians were essentially the warriors of light of their time. Like, they were just going to the same lengths that our character might go to to save their own people, and they failed, and they still failed, is is a pretty powerful theme that ends up continuing to reverberate as the story continues. The but, second... But the, but the, the, Okay, go ahead. The second thing that I'll say is I did not get wholly sold on the Shadowbringer storyline until 5.3. And that's all else. I I can't like like to say any more than that would be would be going into spoiler territory. But most people in the chat are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Most people listening to the podcast are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm sold in the next scenes he's coming up on. I don't it was either right before or right after the trial. Listen, there is a scene where I screamed at my like I was alone in my computer room and I screamed. Now, this is a fucking Final Fantasy game. There for you. What I've seen in Shadowbringers so far again better than stormblood getting better as it goes along but ultimately i still think heaven's ward is better because there's been no moment in Shadowbringers that has given me the same response as i got when um iceheart you know got to meet uh rachel gore for the first time or when she sacrificed herself at the end what? none of that, has hit that me is at why all. heaven's war is still the best expansion three for me I don't even remember who that dude is. That's because you don't so, pay attention to the lore. No, he was in. He was in the, the crystal stupid, tower. Uh, crystal tower race. Yeah, but I didn't give a shit about his sacrifice then. Well, you should have. Heartless. I, yeah. I, I did it. It was pretty no, rough. He, he was. Yeah. He was. No, I'm for, with him. He was forgettable. I'm with him. I'm with him. So, I mean, the one thing I will say though about Shadowbringers as a whole is that. It did have a strength to it. You guys don't think it had a strength to it because it is an you know isekai trapped in another world story. It's kind of self-contained. It just yes. has those overtones of revealing the Asian stuff and how it connects back to the source. But because the majority of five O at least was a self-contained 
adventure. I, I yeah. thought that made it stronger in a way. Yeah, and you got to experience it like that. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have you didn't. You, the writers had the benefit of addressing only the exact pieces of lore that they wanted to, which which helped clarify so many underlying confusing things about the world, which then gave us sort of a fresh slate for for Endwalker. It was sort of a, a perfect setup. And, and one of the things that upon reflection that I ended up really loving about Shadowbringers is th- that... When I had first started it, I thought that Trapped in Another World story was a incredible cop-out, and I was really bummed out. I was not high on Shadowbringers when I first heard the concept on at FanFest, and when I first started playing it, my enthusiasm was was very low. And, and to be fair, I've seen a lot of Isekai. It's hard to do it, write a good one. Like they are very generic in general. Like, so I don't. I'm with you. I, I was I, also the same way. Uh, I I have no way to confirm that, but I appreciate the the insight. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is that like I was sort of impressed by the by the time that I had hit Amarang, it kind of won me over to the fact. Like I kind of stopped focusing on the fact that I was trapped in another world. Okay, and I think, again, that speaks to the strength of that narrative. But, uh, Kahlo, I'm going to be very curious to see what your reactions are come uh, the the resolution of Mm -hmm. Um, 5.3. The the last thing that I'd like to say on it in in regards to that, you know, knowing that Endwalker is the end of this sort of storyline is nobody who matters to me feels like they're in any danger, right? Even even with the whole, like, oh, you know, as the warrior of light, like, oh my god, you have this condition, like, you could turn it, like, I know that I'm not going to. And even when Yishtola, for the, what, second or third expansion in a row, oh my god, is she okay? Of course she was fucking okay. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to get to the end of that, so whatever comes next can start feeling fresh, and like, everybody, hopefully, again, like, there's, there's danger and anything could happen. That's fair. Um, what, so is that what you're looking forward to most about and Walker or, or do any of the jobs have uh, any interest with you? Uh, yeah. So, so here, here's the other thing. If it hadn't have been for everybody, you know, uh, showing me their interest in wanting me to play um, and obviously being able to experience this all with my chat, I'm still at a point. And again, I don't know if this is something that, that, that will wear off as it goes on or, or if you ran into this at all, uh, either a Nero, but there was no, like, I wouldn't have just done this on my own. If I wasn't streaming, I wouldn't have just picked it back up and started to play it and stayed with it. That's probably um, fair and also true of me as well. I, I, yeah. I, so I, I'm, I'm I, hoping that by the end of Endwalker, that goes away. And with whatever this new story is that they're going to tell, that it captures me. But as is, I have no interest in doing raids or like grinding for tombstones. I'm just in it for the story. And you know what? I think that that's a fair position to take. That's the same exact same position that I ended up taking. Um, but I ended up getting at least into it enough to be able to see through the entire uh, the entirety of um, Bozja, Bozja, or whatever the fuck it's called. Bozja. Whatever. Who cares? Um, and, I good. And, and, it was pretty good. It was all right. It was pretty good. No, like it was It was a legit good storyline. And, and I saw the quest that says enter Bozja for the first time. <laughs> literally, literally, I would not have been as sold on that storyline if it wasn't for Whirlit. Because Whirlit was so yes. fucking insane. 
Yeah. Insane. Right. Like, literally, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, am I still playing Final Fantasy XIV? Uh, Kahlo, my last recommendation to you is to absolutely take the time to do the Whirlet storyline. It's the fucking craziest thing that I've ever seen in fourteen, and I love it for it. Like, yeah. it's bizarre. It is. Bizarre. It's truly bizarre. It takes all the chances. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like Square was like, wait. We should do something little on the side. Oh, let's just do a little side story. And then they went, you know what? Fuck it. Just throw everything at it. Yeah. It, it was, it was nuts. It, it's, it's awesome. And, and it's a wet and outside of the obvious part of Whirlet that it's just like, Oh, come on. Really? What the fuck are we doing here? Um, the story around it that's told around it. it it's, it's so good that it makes you go, Oh fuck. I did every piece of content in Shadowbringers at some point won me the fuck over. It's impressive. Yeah. And I, I mean, there, and there's a lot of characters where they, the MSQ couldn't really dive into them and their backstory and stuff like Whirlet really, really yeah. helped flesh those people out. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, before uh, Eves also want to be able to catch up with you as well. Obviously, yeah. you have finished Shadowbringers. How far are you into Endwalker? Oh, I'm done. You're done. Yeah. I'm impressed. Um, yeah. So thoughts i mean it's been a while since we've heard from you here on limit break radio uh we've we've obviously gone around about uh, uh about shadow bringers but just to kind of get your thoughts what it what what about shadow bringers did you think you know because you never really left the game unlike kahlo yeah, and no. i uh you never really ended up leaving ff14 uh so what was it about shadow bringers that that you enjoyed the most i, I mean obviously i think the the lore implications of of Shadowbringers were probably the best thing about it. I, I, I was actually pretty I think outside of Amarang and a couple of other like the the damn fairy shit I hate it. I yeah, hate oh yeah. That's fair. That zone. That's fair. Um why I did think, they give her a Scottish accent? I I've never I have no clue. I've no clue. He stole um, the crown from us by the way. I did not get it a choice to actually like give that up. I'm still pissed about that. And, yeah, and not it, once. Not once. And she's she has a fucking Scottish accent and not once does she go, "You fucking cunt." Like not not once. <laughs> yeah, it's you're out of ten immersion. Seriously, I, I I I hated that, which actually knocked Shadowbringers down a lot for me because it just dragged on for so long. Yeah, but, did it have the similar effect as the Moogles in Heaven's Word for you? Is it yes, like yes, effect? yes, yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But at least I knew with the Moogles that stuff with dragons were coming right after it. Like I knew that, you know they what I mean? Promised so you I, dragons. Deal with the Moogles. Me you dragons. get dragons. So I was okay with that. Um, I think when it came to Shadowbringers, obviously, I think the point X patches added a lot to it because at the end of 5.0, I would have gave it a solid eight. But the, the I mean, 5.3 took it through the damn roof. Like yeah. Yeah. 5.3 made it go from, oh, okay, I get it to, oh, shit. Why really? can I not remember which event in 5.3 is doing this? It, it's, it, it's Literally, it's the last thing you do in that world. Okay, I'm trying to remember sister. Think about the last big I know thing I cried on stream. That's yeah. probably what you're Yeah. <laughs> it's the, exactly. it's, the yeah. it's the trial. The second okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He doesn't yeah. remember the story beat. She just remembers the tears. Yeah. yeah. I don't so, remember the pacing of the patches. I mean, it's there it was the patches, so it's not like the pacing was great because there was three months in between each one of them. Yeah. Um but I, I actually really I enjoy 
Shadowbringers. What I didn't enjoy was outside of a few things with um with Emmett Silk. I kind of caught, like, I kind of saw all the story beats coming. You know, Robbie mm-hmm. alluded to the thing with Ishtola. Not worry, because Ishtola never, you know, right. she's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's she's, right. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I, I wasn't really worried about any of the main characters. I could care freaking less about Lise or yeah. whatever. I, I do not care. I don't care. Um, so even to a certain extent that kind of ruined the raid for me the raid was cool in terms of the callbacks and the references but it was okay the near automata stuff oh that was the only all of it was i I, like garbage call out all of it then yes yeah don't even uh, there's Uh, no have you played near at all robbie um, yes. I got I got like I got like yes. seven endings when they made me play as seven or nine S whatever the fuck his name is uh like I quit quit it's not worth listen it. Nick, Robbie, it's not. I know all about the stupid ass flower I know all about the stupid girl in red I know all there's to know about Dragon Guard near and all the rest of it it's still dumb okay? it change my opinion. <laughs> yeah there's see. A- Hold on, there's a reason they're not doing collabs anymore, okay? Let's just leave. I know. Like, I liked all of the enemies, and I geeked out over all of it in terms of fan service, but then at the end, I was like, this had nothing to do with 14 whatsoever. It's it not a good shoe- it, was, it was also the most shoehorned fucking plot line I've ever yes. seen in FF14. Exactly. Because they were building up to something and then didn't take it. Think, right. All right, so think, think about it this way. They're in another world, and they still could not force this in. Yeah. yeah it didn't... <laughs> There, there was so much more potential that I thought they were building up to with the first two raids that with the third one, they just trashed all of it. The only yeah, thing that, that like was good about those raids was the music and the, the music, 2B boots. The final boss music in each one is fantastic. Yeah. The music and the 2B boots are the only reasons I did those raids and I will never yeah, do them again. I mean, that's fine. I'll give you that. That's fine. But, um, you know, I, that was those really kind of knocked it down to peg for me as opposed to Heaven's War where... I can count at least five or six times where I went like, wow, did not expect them to do that. When they went to Idleshire and you basically find out it's a Charlene and Kyle, like, you know, didn't expect that. Didn't expect to go to Gerania at all in the whole ass game. Didn't expect that. Oz's Lot, didn't expect that. You know, Tiamat, didn't expect that. There are so almost every chapter of Heaven's War is something that you do not expect. Which is why Stormblood sucks so much because exactly. Heaven's War drops all these bombs like, hey, there's alternate worlds and everyone's dying and you need to save them. But let's go to Doma. <laughs> exactly. And, and so it, it, it was it was awful. Um, so going into um, Endwalker, I actually, you know, had quite you know, I have I have had high hopes for it. Um, and I at the end of it, I have a, a, it just really just below Shadowbringers, just below it. And the only reason I say that is because Shadowbringers found a way to compel me to my enemies in a way that Final Fantasy hadn't done in a very, very, very long time. And okay. I think, and I think that, um, I think that kind of puts it in a in a in a separate echelon, up with Heaven's War, but not quite as good as Heaven's War. But in Walker, I, at the end of it, I still like it a lot, a lot, a lot. I think in the initial finishing, I was like, it's better than, Sh- than Shadowbringers. But being critical, also the raids not out, twenty four man's not out. True. So I reserve judgment to say if it's better or not. Um, I will say Sage is the first healer I'm playing and I love that shit. 
Really? And yes, I love Sage. I think it's great. What what um, about it? What about it are you enjoying? It's just Final Fantasy as hell. Okay. It just is is they they saw like okay, Gunbreaker. It's DPS but it's actually a tank. And then they said, "Okay, let's do that with a with a healer now." Sage. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes, Sage. Okay. It, it's just basically I have a rotation. I know when I'm supposed to hit. I got my panic buttons and I don't have to lean on a stupid ass pet. Like I love it. Nice. So nice. yeah, that's I would say those are those are my those are my kind of takeaways so far without spoiling anything with the with the MSQ. But um I will say about Inwalker is that I thought they were gonna kinda I thought in many ways they were gonna be very like kid gloves and there are moments where they simply do not. They when they say <laughs> this is the end times, they must Make sure you fucking feel that shit. <laughs> they motherfucking mean it. Yep. They mean they sure it. Okay. I, I mean, well, it, you, mean. It, they they definitely had a big challenge because we this is you know we've been faced with a lot of large scale calamities in this game, right? Like yep. it's it's a repeated theme, and they had to figure out a way to raise the stakes and have well, it mission accomplished. And I think they did that very well. Yes. And, and yeah, I feel like looking forward you know, to that. The end of the end of Shadowbringers really set the tone for what you're, we're supposed to feel in terms sure. of these end times, these final these final days, as they call it, right? And that's yeah. why the trailer hyped that up as well. And I think you know that helped a lot setting up the emotional tone for Endwalker. I feel like if they had just revealed this was happening when Endwalker started, it would have not hit as yeah. And and, and and the biggest thing I'll say that I want to give it above um shadowbringers is because shadowbringers is an isekai outside Mm -hmm. of amara i really don't care about any of the people or the locations or anything with that world at the end of it because ultimately that world is yeah yeah i left it behind it's a means to an end to give me the information i need to go and save my own world Right. right um but you know seeing thavnir for the first time seeing old Charlene for the first time like these are worlds that or these are areas that have been alluded to so much yep. within the story and side stories and to finally see them from a design perspective and from a, a art direction perspective i am incredibly impressed and pleased with the direction that they took what really all of the new zones um that i really that kind of puts it at a separate level to me as well so absolutely. it's really 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 good absolutely well um welcome back to limit break radio eves and Kahlo. uh glad to uh glad to have you here uh we're going to talk about n walker here in just a moment if you want to give the call uh, the show a call exclamation point discord in the chat will get you provisioned with a link uh we have a whole bunch of conversations still to come we're also going to be talking about the future of uh limit break radio before we end here but one thing that i i kind of quickly wanted to uh to touch on uh, because now we have, you know, the uh, the the former members of Checkpoint XP, and I was going back and listening to our Fan Fest coverage, uh, the 2018 Fan Fest coverage, and I had uh-huh. for- I had forgotten just how much 
we, you know, like, I mean, because we were so hype on on the Checkpoint XP thing um, and and how much like how much we actually spent time talking about, uh, you know, what we what our intentions were with that show and uh, what we wanted to do. So I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to talk about sort of the the demise of of Checkpoint, um, considering that it was. You know, it it took such a front and center, uh, uh, you know, um, role in our fan fest coverage. Um, obviously, uh, you know, I've talked about it. Uh, you know, when I got let go from Beasley, Escali uh, has talked about it getting let go uh, as well. Um, but this now marks everyone who was associated with beginning the show. Uh, Everyone who was in any way even tangentially connected with Limit Break Radio uh, no longer being associated with the brand. Um, So it's just it's kind of sad the way that that whole thing ended up panning out. Like, I'm really thankful for the time that I had there. And I'm really thankful for, you know, uh, the the fact that it happened. I think it needed to it, it, it was something that needed to happen. And it happened sort of at the right time for us. Um, and, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to, uh, working with you guys again, you know, it was sort of a no brainer. Like I would absolutely jump at that opportunity in a heartbeat. Um, but you know, even, even making the moves of, of selling the show when we did and, uh, you know, um, all, all of those, I, I don't have too many regrets when it comes to, uh, the way that, that checkpoint panned out. No, not at all. Listen, like ultimately the work we did with checkpoint and selling it when we did paid for the down payment on my house. Like it, it changed my life. Mm-hmm. So no, Same. I, don't have, I don't have a lot in the ways of regrets and listen, checkpoint's going to be fine. They've had two whole responses on Twitter this month. So they're having a good time without us. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I actually being with, petty, but it's not today. Uh, agree with both of you. Uh, I wouldn't be where I am in life without it. And everything that I did while I was there, I'm proud of my efforts and my decisions. Yep. Uh, so, you know, in, in my eyes, the, you know, what became of it had nothing to do with what I did or didn't do. So yeah. Yeah. no regrets. Yeah, the only thing and really the last thing I'll say about it is we did what we set out to do, period. Mm -hmm. We did what we set out to do, mission accomplished. That's the last thing I'm going to say about it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and so, yeah, it, it, that's just sort of how that whole, uh, whole, uh, that whole chapter ends up coming to a close. And I think that there, you know, that there would, there might be a detractor or two. Maybe they run a blog and they write about us every once in a while, even though we haven't been an active show for almost like two years now. What? Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll tell you later. Um, oh. uh, but what? there might be there might be some folks out there that would call this like, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a cash in or, you know, we're just we're just coming back to limit break radio because, uh, you on. know, we wa- we no, washed no, 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 out wait. with checkpoint or checkpoint we was the living cash-in. rent free in someone's brain for two years. Oh, yeah. Limit break radio. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I know. How it's it's I a good feeling. I know. Right. It kind of makes me like, oh, bless them. Kind of makes me hard a little bit. 
Oh, I love it. I didn't realize. I think they just made my whole week. Especially, I love the idea that this is the cash in. Checkpoint was the cash in. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> exactly. What are they talking about? Exactly. Um, so it's just, it's kind of funny. It, you know, it's kind of funny to uh, to to think like uh, you know what 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 some of those people might be thinking uh, listening to a reunion like this. So just know, you know, they're out there. We know we know who you are. Um, I mean, I know, yeah, but I'm gonna find yeah, out. I'm, I'm looking sure. forward to knowing. I yeah. can't wait. This is wonderful. Uh, but here's the thing, though, is that you know, and we'll get we'll we'll get to talking about uh, you know the revival of Limit Break Radio as a show. Um, but I, I don't think that this is sort of a a craven attempt to you know jump back into the saddle. I think all of us are very honest about where our enthusiasm levels are around this game. And, uh, you know, it's it's, you know, despite bringing back Limit Break Radio as a show, uh, there are going to be a myriad of changes that sort of reflect where we're at and our enthusiasm uh, for the game. So, uh, again, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit uh, more detail a little bit later on in the show. Um, But just just thought just thought I'd give a give a nod to those detractors out there. Um, Let's I am too. Let's talk. Let's talk uh, about Endwalker here, because uh, obviously uh, the release of Endwalker is uh, the biggest piece of news in all of uh, Final Fantasy 14. Oh, geez. Ryoku coming in with more gift subs. Thank you so much, Ryoku. Like, yes, sir. That's so many gift subs. A no, total a really- total of 185, by the way. Wow. Like, dude, su- super, yes. super fucking uh, uh, fan over here, Ryoku. Hey, Thank yeah, you man, so Ryoku, much, man. Big old, big old donkers, Ryoku. <laughs> 100% Twitch channel. Holy crap. <laughs> Um, but uh, let's talk a little bit about N Walker uh, because obviously that is um, the uh, the the big thing and the thing that everyone is talking about. I feel like it's the biggest news in gaming right now. All of my Google alerts are like all about fourteen, and I didn't tell it that that was my specific it's, you game. Know what? It's it's Mika to your point. Isn't it wild though? Because yeah. for for the longest most of the year, like people looking forward to like, okay, Halo is going to be the biggest game of the year. Halo mm-hmm. drops this year and is going to shatter everything. Yeah, wrong. And then out of nowhere, the game that people literally cannot play, Final Fantasy 14, becomes the biggest story in video games because everybody's playing it. And by the way, so many people are playing it, almost nobody's streaming it. That's the insane part. Yeah. When you talk okay, about actually, that's the one thing I didn't know because the fact that that Final Fantasy fourteen overtook World of Warcraft before the expansion even hit in what is supposed to be the dead months of an MMO, of course Endwalker was gonna be as big as it was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, what? Endwalker has been huge, and you're right, there hasn't like the I know people were getting critical of like the streaming numbers of it, but like yeah, l- this is a community shit. Well, this is a community that really does care about spoilers. So, yeah. That's another thing, yeah. Like, yep. I, I streamed the entirety of the MSQ almost, and yeah, it, they were not my best streams yep. because, guess what? A lot of people were like, yeah, I'll check out the VODs later. Yeah, yeah and that, that's true. A lot of people that like to watch streams, too, like to watch, uh, like, raiders and people yeah. who are doing content, not the story, because everyone, the spoilers, everyone wants to do it themselves. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. The Twitch season for 14 really starts in like a couple weeks. So. In, in, in January when uh, when uh, Savage drops. Well, and that's, that's not the wrong. Thing, though, right? one, the one thing that I think Final Fantasy 14 does better than any MMO I've ever played 
is make you feel like the hero. You are not just the one who tags along to poke the big thing when the big thing shows up. You feel like the hero and the star in Final Fantasy XIV. So the appeal of the MSQ for most people is for them to be the hero, for them to get to be the star. I don't want to watch someone else's warrior of light, you know, uh, handling the MSQ. No, for me, my character is the the hero of this story. I want to watch them do it. It's jarring to watch anyone else's character because to me, like, my character is friends with all the scions not not yours <laughs> no, like, i'm right no, there with you no what's what's jarring is watching your giant female rogan and try to be the hero and go, <laughs> that's very it. it's great because everyone looks up to me uh, it's just like quite a literally god. Oh my god i don't want to be an lbr <laughs> anymore we let <laughs> you guys let me go back what the fuck <laughs> she kept it going while we were gone yeah, she let us back is more like it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yes, how it yes. is. That is exactly how it is, and don't y'all forget it. <laughs> uh, can we please get Juxta back in like, here? Easily yeah. me, and I don't know about Juxta. I can't, I don't, can't say easily about that, but me and Strife could have kept this going without y'all. We just didn't want to. Yeah, but nobody listened to it. Okay, I, I, okay. Yeah, well, Juxta okay. was kind of critical. Didn't listen to it. Are you kidding me? I had so many compliments that they, people, people like me. People are really good at lying, Nika. Anyway, um... <laughs> You know. You're on my team. What is wrong with you? And, and they're, and they're for it. See, they they see, when you hire people, they betray you eventually. This is what <laughs> no, She didn't hire him. She just asked him to help. Yeah, it's true. It's volunteer work. Uh, yeah. so, listen, I'm, I'm going to try and get through my thoughts on, on Endwalker real quick, um, having now completed the MSQ of it, and I'm not going to give any spoilers. Uh, but here's what I'm going to say. And Walker, uh, I'm, I'm gauging this as though it was 6.0 and 6.1, like 5.0 through 5.3. That's what I'm gauging this to have been because I'm, as they said, 6.1 is going to begin a brand new story. So I'm not counting that as part of the and Walker MSQ. Uh, this is my favorite story that they've told. This is in my opinion, the best MSQ that they have done. Um, I like it more than Heaven's Ward, and I like it more than Shadowbringers, which were my prior one and two, although they kind of flip-flop back and forth over which one was I thought better. Uh, this is the only story that, in the length of it, I cried at, at multiple points. I laughed at multiple points. I actually seethed with anger for the right reason versus Square Enix. That's fucking dumb, you idiots. Uh, it wasn't that kind of anger for once. It was actually like, oh, okay. All right, I'm actually pissed off now. Let's all right, let's do this. Um, I, I felt a whole gamut of emotions, uh, and the big thing for me, and this is the highest compliment I think I can pay a game, is to say that at 32 years of age, when it was over, I mourned. I felt that kind of loss that I haven't felt since I was like in my teens playing video games, where Jesus. you complete a great story. And you don't want it to be over. Like it is like you don't want to change anything because it was beautiful and you loved how it ended. But it's over and you just really want to go back and be like, can I wipe my memory and start over from the beginning and experience yeah. that again? I yeah. want to do it again and I'll never get to. And I'm just kind of mourning this thing that that built for 10 years to get me to this part through such a formative part of my life. And I'll say now, this. that story has kind of ended. And I'm like. For, for the last week, I've been a fucking mess just trying to deal with the fact that it's over, and I cannot think of a higher compliment to pay. Well, I, I just I'll say wow. this: I'll say for for the folks who get to completing the story and, and playing through the MSQ, if there's a moment in it that I really like, that last the last four man of 
it, it might be the best four man. Oh, I'm almost they there. Have. Uh ever done. I would I would say the like last two four man dungeons the last were, two four were in order the best four mans ever put in are wow. so good. Yep. And 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 I would to, to the to the point where I have never wanted to do dungeons with trust and it was almost enhanced by doing it with yeah. trust. I've run them both that's, with people and with trust. Like both especially times. the 57 dungeon <laughs> oh, yeah, my, yeah again take away from this is if you have the ability to run something or 87 trust, i mean please do it yeah please do it it's it's a disservice to run with people that but but, but i say that but i say that to say that generally the four-man dungeons are how you are are really big moments in progressing story in terms of getting to a enemy of a zone. Like the, the dungeon was how you represent it. Okay. We got to kill this thing in order to solve the issue of this area. Well, once you're past, like without spoilers, once you were past like 86, 87, there's kind of, you know, the problem you have to solve. The issue is now getting there, getting to the problem that you have to solve. Mm -hmm. And the way they did those last two dungeons, the, the 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 references, the callbacks, what it reveals to you is so good that I, I didn't know that they... Because 4Man is my least favorite type of content in the whole game. I cannot stand 4Man's. But those last two really made it like, whoa. Yeah, they, they did it. They, they took 10 years and finally put it all together and it makes perfect. So, so the opposite of what they did with Kingdom Hearts 3 where they just answered nothing and put more questions out there? Correct. The exact opposite, yes. So so the point where where I'm at is is just a little bit uh past the the first trial. Um oh, you got a lot. Yeah, the, yeah, you got a ways to go. I I I know that. Uh but there's there's a couple of things that I that I want to address and that is I'm I'm at this point where I you know like the problem that we solved was the problem that I was expecting to be facing uh-huh. down. <laughs> yes. You way fucking later than when I'm doing it. And I'm yeah. kind of looking yeah, at my ass. Like, I'm looking, wait a minute. I'm looking at the level and I'm looking at, and I'm like, oh, yeah, what are we going to do for the rest of this? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what? Like, Oh, okay. My whole, whole group, when we got in there, we were eight new, eight first timers so as we got in there, and we're all just like, Okay, so what's the rest of the expansion? The that the there's, there's the, there was the meme going around the first week of Endwalker where it's just showing the Warrior of Light looking really fucked up at the bar. It's like, hell of an expansion, man. The guy's next to him like, uh, dude, so that was level 83. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, oh, my gosh. I, I will, I will nice. say this. It, it, they, when they said Endwalker's the longest expansion, it makes sense once you get through that because you're like, oh, that was the first expansion we're doing. I guess we're going to go do the next one now. Yeah. Because that's kind of like how it's structured. It's almost like a two it's- or three part story. See, what bothered me, so I'm at, I just got to the 90s zone, I'm about halfway through the zone, and Mm so um, what's bothered me is that, like, with Shadowbringers, there was something dark and mysterious right off the go to tie me into the story. It actually took me, until the point that Nero's talking about, to get into Endwalker's story, and then what happens is there's something really fucking hype, and then really fucking boring, and then really fucking hype, and then really fucking boring, over and over, and it's it's really 
jarring to me because you'll do something so hype and the next minute you're like running around collecting carrots and then just like so bored and like everything in labyrinthos boring and then all of a sudden super hype and it's just it's been really painful because i love the story that's being told but i keep getting pulled out of it to do really boring ass things and that's the difference that that's the difference that you know i think both Shadowbringers and um heaven's war did that kind of put them below that kind of puts in walker a little bit below is that i feel like the pacing is so strange and off like there are there are moments where like a nero's talking about that is completely subversive of your expectations yeah. but the thing that was so great about um heaven's war is there was this feeling of we are progressing we are walking forward towards our goal every single chapter we know where we got to go even if it's not where we expect it but we know that's where we got to go and there are moments where in in walker where it feels like we've been here for way too long we need to figure some shit out there there are moments where it is it is uh, like offensive like the amount of time where you're like okay this is really just feels like it's gone on too there's an area that everybody loves that in and of itself even mentioning it is a spoiler yeah can't say that went way too long in my opinion Uh, so yeah here's the thing though like I, I completely agree. I think from a ter- in terms of like the pacing element of it, I think Heaven's Ward had had way better pacing. The highs of this one were just so unbelievably yeah. high. It it it's not it's nothing that any expansion in this game has come close to matching ever in any way. Like you want to know what that so moment was in Shadowbringers for me was doing the DPS slower. doing the DPS uh, role quest. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, when you learn that you have to go to like three different areas to pick up items to make the thing you need, and the NPC does it for you, that was the biggest plot twist in the entire thing. So far. <laughs> it actually made me a gasp. Here, here's oh. the thing, uh, uh, Nika. Like, I think it will be one of those things where people like me who are able to like. I had the benefit of being able to log in early and just kind of play and really crank through the story. We, we are going to end up being super grateful for those kinds of moments of downtime because by the time I finished, I was emotionally exhausted from this expansion. Yeah, yeah, like I was so I, tired. And I, I'm like, I, I needed those longer periods of downtime. But if you are already struggling with like queue time to get in, then yeah, those see, moments of downtime yes, are going to drag. That's been my problem because like I literally have like a normal hour job. I come home, I have to pick up my toddler. We have to bathe, eat dinner. By the time she's in bed, I'm maybe halfway through the queue by 8, 9 p.m. I get right. in the game at 10 and if I'm not passing out in my chair, I've got like a couple hours before I just fall asleep. Like it's so hard to play. So even the parts where like where Eves was just talking about that, like there is a slow part that's really important and I actually really loved and was very character driven that went on a little too long. And because I could only play like an hour or two every day, I just I was in that zone for four days. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's I think the core of the issue. Like I also I beat all the quests in Endwalker, and I feel like the only reason I got a good experience out of it was because I had long stretches of time where I was able to stay logged in and really focus on the game. If I didn't have that. If I had to like cut up my time even more, I think I would have felt very differently about and Walker's pacing. It's because, it, it, it's yeah. really interesting that you guys say that because I I am taking it much more slowly uh, and have been a little bit more openly frustrated with the queue. And I have maybe it's just where I'm at in the story, but I I, I can think of one 
point where I'm like, oh, this is just taking for fucking ever. And I had to like I had to start entertaining myself and then it was much better. But uh, that, that, you know, like. I, so I understand. I, I understand that, but I haven't been hit with the overwhelming yeah. feeling yet of like, oh my god, they're really padding this this sucker yeah. out. There's, there's three spots I feel like where it's really yeah. brutally offensive. Now, don't get me wrong; the highs that come after it are worth. Like, yeah, it's yeah. totally worth doing it, Every and it's really good. High for sure. Yeah, but I, yeah. I got to be honest though, because the pacing, there were some at least for me small pacing issues uh, because of that, and because of the uh, I guess because you jump around so much in the second half of the narrative, right? Uh, from place to place, it's not like a cohesive whole. I still think even after doing everything, I would put Shadowbringers slightly higher only because uh, even though the highs weren't as high, the narrative and the self, I guess because it was all self-contained so much of it, mm-hmm. just felt really satisfying that I can point to Shadowbringers, and that includes up to 5.3. I, I, can, I can point to that and go, look at this amazing self-contained story that just happens to reference the greater narrative and, and look how amazing this also, is. Whereas Endwalker, it's like, no, no, this is like uh, this is like Endgame, right? It's like Avengers Endgame. It's, uh, you have to have seen everything that came before to get anything out of this. There's nothing I could point to in Endwalker where I go, yeah, look at this cool self-contained story. No, it's really just 30 story threads wrapping up together. But honestly, I think it's okay for being that, right? Like yeah, if, no, if, there, if there is any media that is sort of like the exception that proves that rule, it is exactly uh, Endgame. And I think, Absolutely. you know, the term, the title and Walker pays at least a little homage to that. And I think that they've they've absolutely like like between bringing 1.0 back from the brink of death to uh, having three successful expansions, if you consider 2.0 an expansion. uh, But like, you know, having having a whole bunch of successful expansions, they've done nothing but expand the fucking game like they've earned that narrative um that 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 sort of narrative clout that's needed to go okay we're we're culminating the 10 years of this storytelling and you know what if we leave a couple of people at the door that's that's okay we'll we'll, we'll live with that i completely agree they they earned it like it is hard to earn some of the story beats that they do in Endwalker. like they are ones that i that a lesser game i would criticize for it because you you got to really earn that moment and yeah 10 years five or four expansions like you're five expansions right if you call it a realm reborn yeah Yeah. you've you've earned it well done enjoy your moment and everyone's going to collectively jerk off together Right. So it's just I guess I guess it's because I just liked the idea that Shadowbringers was self-contained that me personally, I I can't help but weight it just the tiniest bit higher. But I didn't even feel that way until like well, the day because or two. That, that, that is difficult to do to have a self-contained story that also serves a greater narrative purpose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. harder but, to- but that being said, don't don't take it as like there's something negative about Endwalker from that. It's just that if I sit back and try to like recritical of both of them that's mm-hmm. like right well and also we got to put it in the context of you know when you think about Shadowbringers or any of these other expansions you're also including like the the ancillary content that goes around yeah. it the other quests the raids and all that other stuff it and, it. exactly yeah, yeah. And, so, and so when you think about Endwalker really we're not it's not done yet 
So I, I feel like for where you, it is now, it's not quite up to Shadowbringers. But again, we don't know. I'm, I, I, I'll put I it this like way: MS- I've never, I've never been this excited about a 24 man or yeah. a raid since True. since 2.0. Like Binding Coil is still the best raid it's they've the ever best. done. In my opinion. Period. It's the best rate they've ever done. And you know why? It's because it tied in so much with the story and it was important. And we no, gave it because fuck. it was hard. Normal no, and it was hard. hard. It was fun. Yeah, it, it was, was fun. It was hard. And we gave was, a fuck about yeah. what was going on. Exactly. It was the last time Square pretended they had real rates. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, listen, if, if Eden is anything to go by, Eden was my return to rating. Uh, I really enjoyed 9 through 12 of uh, Eden Savage. Um, I wonder why. Pandemonium. Yeah, right. I mean, super FFA theme. That was an easy way to get I me mean, back. Dude, I'm, I'm going to be. I'm gonna, I hate the Shadowbringers rate. I'm going to be straight up honest with you. That cover of Blue Fields is worth doing oh. that content alone. Well, yeah, the good news is you don't have to get very far for that. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I loved the. Uh, I thought the Eden fights. I thought E12S is one of the most fun fights in the game. Um, and I'm, I'm super geeked for Pandemonium now, like, especially coming off the end of the. of the MSQ and trying to figure out like, so what's next? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to say anything else. But I I'm sad I missed out on the rest of those Eden raids. I did the first tier, but then had a baby. So it's been a while since I've raided. Yeah. I, look, I, look at, look at Nika just throwing her baby under the bus. Like, already the toddler's taking heat. Why wow. didn't Nika finish the MSQ? Toddler. It's, it is. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's all my fault. It's going to be like, next time there's an episode, why is Nika not here? Toddler. Well, I'm yeah, sorry. definitely. <laughs> Get a babysitter. Come on. Figure it out. It ain't the baby's fault. Take responsibility for your actions. Oh. Yeah, I think the I fact could... that the baby is here is quite responsibility for the actions. <laughs> it's a pretty responsible. Yeah. Um, so, uh, by the way, we're going to go back to our phone lines here in just a second. Exclamation point discord in the chat if you'd like to call in. Uh, once you get to the uh, LBR discord, just pop into the on hold channel with Lloyd and uh, they will uh, send you my way. Um, but I, I did want to uh, I did want to mention that, um, you know, we, we've talked about how uh, this sort of culminates the story and 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 sort of sitting at the very end of Endwalker's MSQ uh, and wondering where it's going to go next. Like this is going to be a big proving ground for FF14 come 6.1. I'll be honest 6.2 6.3 it, it almost literally gets told to you what the next the next things are going to be yeah but that said like like unless yes. they pull a final fantasy 14 Stormblood and take uh, you somewhere else I, I don't know there there's there's a moment where i literally wrote down like i have a piece of paper here all the references they made to where we could go from here like it's a lot I, I will say that for like, yeah, of in terms of where we might go or what we might do, but like what the overarching next story is going to look like. I have not been this worried since 1.0 yeah. where I was like, I was like, I, and, and listen, they've more than earned the right to try, but I'm, I'm nervous. There's there's just like for as long as we have been playing FF14, there's been these narrative threads that have been running through absolutely everything, whether whether it's been directly related to what we were doing or not. And and having having a break from that, I, I agree with you, is 
something that is kind of more scary than it is um uh reassuring i think uh, yeah i think i'm i think i'm a little bit uh, i'm on the same energy but i'm a little bit more optimistic i'll say simply because i feel like when it comes to creating taking us somewhere new like don't get me wrong um Shadowbringers was terrible. Also, not just because of where it Shadowbringers was, but also, was terrible. No, excuse me, not Shadowbringers. Uh, Stormblood. Okay, uh, was terrible. Not necessarily because of where you went, but where it fit in the story. Yeah, it was kind of like, why are we going there now? That was frustrating. Sure, but I think with this clean slate, going into some of these areas of the exact of the world, the regular one that we haven't been to yet, um, is very enticing, and it makes me think back of. You know, even back to eleven, where my favorite expansion is is Argon, where I was like, "Why would we go there? I have no idea that we would be going there." And you go, and it's awesome. And it was everything about great. it is great. Yeah, yeah, everything about it is great. And so I feel like when it comes to um, exploring parts of the world that we're kind of quote unquote not used to. Um, I have more faith in them, especially considering that this is a, a clean slate. Sure. Right. Yeah. I was more, I'm more, I was more worried about that when they had to fit these puzzle pieces of the story together. They don't have to do that anymore. This is a complete clean slate. So I have more faith that they are able to pull me in with new locales, new enemies, new stories that I'll enjoy. So I'm a little bit more optimistic than, than you guys might be. I, I wouldn't say I'm not optimistic because like I say, when I say they have earned the right to try, I, I mean that in the best possible way. Like if, if this had been anything less than what it was, I might've just said, you know what? I think this is a good place for me to just step away. Uh, I feel like I've gotten the closure that I wanted and I'm ready to be done. Uh, but like they handled it. I thought so well, ultimately that I'm like, okay, I want to give you guys a chance to go again and try and see if we can maybe get another 10 years out of this. Uh, I, 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 th- I look at it as that as a compliment and yeah, I am nervous just because there's so much uncertainty now that there hasn't been before, which could be an awesome thing. Like it could be like, Hey, we're taking the chains off and we can now just tell whatever story we want to tell. That's awesome. If that's the case, but it also means that, we're gonna with with a new story comes the chance that that new story just doesn't jive with me and that's nerve-wracking that's fair i I, go ahead i was gonna say to be fair though the the hints that they gave of where we might go i think that's enough reason to be excited exactly that's kind of what i was the way i was leaning right and i think the biggest thing also when we're talking about kind of like where do we go from like where do we go from here i'm also really excited by the simple fact that there's a strong possibility that, you know, it might not be the same old cast of characters. And I'm looking forward to that too. Sure. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to just seeing a new clean slate as opposed to trying to shoehorn what we already know into a new story that I think that part of, of storm was what kind of, frustrated me was that it was like why is this person even here it makes no sense for this character to even be here right now sure like, i don't I, I don't like it so i think that part of it um was is what i'm excited about yeah agree, agreed i definitely think a lot of the, the main characters will be side characters going forward and that's i think that's a benefit 
Uh, there's one more thing that I wanted to add about Ed Walker, and this 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 very particular scene happens so early on in Ed Walker that it's not really a spoiler. Kahlo, did you you didn't play 1.0, did you? No. No. Then you're not going to give a shit because you're not going to re- notice the reference anyway. Oh, this, Nate, oh, I wanted yeah. to ask you yeah, about yeah. this. The the there was a moment in the very opening moments of End Walker mm-hmm. that essentially replays one of the opening cutscenes, especially if you were from Limsa Lominsa, uh yep. from 1.0. And I, Wait, what was it? The boat ride. The boat ride when you go to Charlene. Yeah. Yep. That was it, that was uh, almost that was almost, the exact same. almost shot for shot the yep. the opening for for 1.0 if you created your character in uh, uh, in Limsa. Limsa. if you did the um the the beta or the character creator you only could pick from Libsa yes. yes that's true I did I did that. I remember doing that, and I remember seeing it, but my final character was in Old Awe, and I don't actually remember Limsa's opening. Yeah, even in Alpha and Beta, I think that that was the opening. Yeah. Um, But I I just wanted to say how much, uh, as a 1.0 player, I Mm -hmm. enjoyed that callback. That that was like, like, that set me up to be like, okay... They, they're, we're really gonna get some shit here. Like, there's good, like, like if oh, yeah. they're remembering to such, you know, specifics as you know that that one point opening cutscene, like. It really, like, it really made me go. Okay, we're gonna get some answers. Like, this I'm is. I have to go back and watch that again. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing through the story again now on Ascalia, who's a 1.0 character. To I see, see what the, you did there. We're gonna the get differences. some answers. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to doing it again on Ascalia to see the difference. If there's how many mentions like that are, are 1.0 specific that I didn't get on Cali. I'm, I will I'm say curious. just as a, another aside of things that Endwalker uses, if you don't finish the Omega quest line from Stormblood, oh. there's a lot of stuff that's oh, left yeah. out because Surin did not finish Omega. And there's a lot of characters and a yeah. lot of things oh. that they talk about. And yeah. he's looking at my screen and is like, wait, that character wasn't there for me. Really? That's being important, huh? Yeah, oh my god, I did not think the entire Stormblood Raid series was suddenly going to be like plot relevant. Like, yeah, uh, and it is. Entire zone. And it is. Thanks, yeah. Square Enix. Well, yeah. hey, so en- look, enjoy your Omega Raids. Look, look, pro tip, do the Omega Raids before you start doing Endwalker content. So there yep. you go. You should. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. let's go to our phone. They're easy now, Robbie. Let's, uh, they, they really are. Let's uh, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Malkyria. Malkyria, how you doing? Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm sick. Still sick. Oh, no. uh, Yeah. That sucks. I'm I'm fine now, though. That said, um, do you mind if I I use this uh, really quick moment to do a really quick call out? Sure. Go ahead and shout somebody out. If you call out Callie, or a shout out. No, it is. This is a call out. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. So let me, let me. Okay. This is a call out to Xenos. Fuck you, Galvis and fuck Daniel. (laughs) I do not consent. Please stop calling me. Please take no for an answer. I know I call myself. I, I know I'm the elder primal of thirst, but goddamn, learn how to back off, please. Y'all been at this for nearly two expansions, and I'm, I'm tired of it. Yeah, uh, so I for- agree. 
So for those of you who have been to the moon, you know what she's talking about. Uh, it's not wait, even. It's not even. Wait, you're don't upset about our best friend Zenos? I don't understand. <laughs> our, best friend, our best friend. Every fucking time he shows up. Anytime him and the other fucking clown show up on, on the on, on the on the story, I'm like, why? Why are you back? I don't like you. I understand that people do like you, but I don't. Please stop fucking calling back. <laughs> I don't consent to this. Leave me the fuck alone. Z- Xenos is definitely a, a divisive, not just character, but specifically villain. So uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing I'm going to say. Um, I don't think anyone was more negative on the character of Xenos than myself. I hated him. I did not want him to be part of the story in any way. And I'll say that by the end, even I felt satisfied with how it ended up playing. You are so glad to hear that. Okay. That's a lie. Okay. That's the one thing I'm satisfied about. Because I can't even believe that he, like, literally, I can't even stand the fact that he'll show up for a second and then disappear. And I'm like, why is he still in, here? In, in, no. my, in my opinion, he's the weakest part of them. No. Z- Zeno's. Wait, is he Zeno's? tuxedo masking? <laughs> no, see, no, 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 no. Tuxedo mask you'll at see, the very see, least. No, don't spoil it. You'll see. He serves a purpose. Fucking Xenos doesn't. He's just there to be like, oh, I'm. He look at me. I'm greasy muckfuck boy over he's here. He's there to remind you that someone's always there to annoy you, and that's all he is. He's like that little I just annoying friend you can't. You guys all I have to do is look at a fucking Lollafell, and there I go. I'm yeah. fucking annoyed. I am. I. I am. I'm reminded that these little shits still exist in the game. Pretty much. Right. All right. Um, Pretty much. Like, no, nah, I'm with Strife. By far the work is worse, worse part of it. It's, it's, it's your rival from Pokemon Red and Blue. You turn a corner. He's just like, oh, hey, how's it going? No, like, there, no like there will those, be no, no there will be they no slander. There is no slander on Gary Oak. Okay. Because Gary <laughs> no, Oak. Gary at least, no, 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 no. Gary Oak Blue, whatever you want to call him. At least he was fly. He would meet you on the cruise ship. He had he had girls with him. He was on point. He would be rolling <laughs> through in a Lambo. Gary. I just want to point out that uh, 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 Yves, you are heavily conflating the anime with what actually happened in Red and Blue. Yep. I don't. All right, fine. Think From he, an anime I don't, perspective, though, I agree with you. Don't Gary think he had girls in Red and Blue, but that's hey, okay. Well, listen, that's but that's back when the rival was actually good and not just your yeah, best friend that you beat you know, up on for no reason. Right, exactly. At the end of he was four. He was a good, he was actually a good Pokemon. The character. thing is, is in in those games, you like to have a rival. You always have someone to challenge you. Zenos thinks he's your rival, but he's actually not. That's the problem here. Facts. All right, he, so he's so fucking desperate to 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 be like, oh, ooh, senpai, please fucking notice me, motherfucker. I have two kids. I have four kids now that I have to take care of. I don't give a goddamn shit about you. Please leave me the fuck alone and tell your goddamn clown wingman to stop showing up to my fucking front door, going hee hee, hoo I'm I'm here. I'm bad. And it's like, please, like, learn to take no for an answer here's the thing i will i will say though that there are some revelations about fandango that i've thought were incredibly interesting but malkyria malkyria in a very non-spoiler way being very careful about spoilers what what are your first impressions of uh and walker of n walker yeah. i okay so how far are you? Two, 
to re- uh, uh, I just got to the moon. Okay, all right. So as I'm a little Scalia, bit um, put it, I broke everything. And I in a good just, way or a bad way? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm sitting here like, well, what do you mean I broke everything? But I'm just I'm just looking at this like I'm I'm just here to see the funky little guys and and there they are and then there's suddenly that and what? But, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I know. I know. What yeah, you're yeah. You made a mistake, and, right? You can't take it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. Like yeah. Take it back, yeah. yeah. Apparently, the other I'm a Luna Tender minion now. Oh, I love them. They're but so yeah, great. Um, but yeah, um, as far as um, and Walker goes, um, my my impressions of the of these were these are this is this is the grown up expansion now. Like if 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 um if the if the previous um expansions were like trial runs. Oh, the, these are the kitty. The, these are kitty gloves. Oh no, everyone's like um dealing with um with some very heavy themes Mm -hmm. this is when they just like hey yeah remember that that um remember that rating yeah it's rated m now we're not fucking around anymore i love it no listen uh stormblood is your weeby teenage phase and then shadowbringers is like those first that first year out of college where you're like i think i know what the world is and like you're like it's grimdark and brutal and then uh endwalker is actually being an adult like when you're like oh never mind i actually do know what the world is and it does suck okay got it it. yeah and it's like it's like if when you when you put it that way it's like you get to endwalker and you're like wait I have to do taxes? What? I thought I thought I just exactly. had to earn money. What? What do you mean the government's going to take oh, money from taxes. me? Ah, God, I, I hate it. I hate it so much. But like, I, I love and hate it because like, it feels like I'm coming home because like, um, uh, when Shadowbringers came around, I, um, I fantasied to, uh, uh, Viera. And as much as I love Viera Mal, I fantasied back to um, to to Azela, and it felt like I came home. Like it it it's it's so weird to to really like, it, like. There's no real words to describe it, but like it felt like I came home, and, and to see um, to see friends, to see um, to see people that I haven't seen in so long, to see their names just like. Um, in chat logs or just like in, in orange or or um or what have you it, it it felt it felt so good to see like yeah. so many people I, I will say that this the, this specific expansion has brought everyone out of the woodwork whether you were a uh you know a a, a castaway from uh you know from uh the uh you know old days of uh you know uh the 2.0 the relaunch i mean literally literally like i've seen some people i've seen some uh names that i haven't seen in three four years it's kind of amazing how many uh you know uh you know whether you're an asmund gold fan or a wow uh you know reject or whatever um you know everyone if you played this game at some point before n walker literally everyone is trying to play it at this very particular time it's like final it's like final fantasy ultimate where everybody is in Oh my God! Oh, now everyone really is here. Oh, I am a gorgeous girl. <laughs> this, this is, is happening. Yeah. Uh, I thought we locked him out. Oh no! 
What did I, I, I do? I thought, I thought, what have I, I done? Mel, did you leave the door? No, I didn't. I, I, I mean, I, I, I think I they heard you say that you consent to being shown up on your doorstep. Yeah. I don't know mm. about, about we, that, we, but I, you know what? Actually, you know what else I don't consent? I don't consent being reminded about fucking Horsha Von Greystone on fucking Endwalker. Are you a, fucking kidding me? But a oh, smile better suits the hero. Oh, now, there was also that line in Shadowbringer that I used to remind you as well. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> God, every fucking turn, every fucking turn, it has not stopped. It's been almost 10 years. Let me mourn in peace. No. I feel like you should be done mourning after 10 years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really. seriously. Come on, you don't to, but every fucking time someone opens up the goddamn wound and puts salt on it. You Look, know, even though got I know, you got to get over it. That is like therapy. Your pitch is starting to hit a point we can't record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to damage some head sense over here. <laughs> my my quick initial response to Ed Walker, which I haven't gotten suits. to yet. A hero. Moon. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm I'm still real salty that Skuro of all people still called the fucking moon. Oh, I know, I know, it oh, really is. Not that a, oh. at least it wasn't a Garlean space station. Well, I mean, let's not spoil anything. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, Malkyria, I don't know what door you left open, but you have brought the riffraff in with you. Uh, I don't know. And I'm, I'm here. I thought I, I thought I closed all the doors. I thought I closed all the wind. Wait, no, I didn't close the ceiling door, did I? Uh, well, you know he loves the ceiling. Come on. Yeah, yeah I guess I'm he must sorry. have snuck in through the attic. Malkyria, thanks for the call today. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Uh, Juxta, welcome to the program. How you doing? Oh, oh, hello. I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, well, good. Uh, we're we're talking about N Walker. Um, only two hours late. I see. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, this, hey, this started at like at like four, right? Yeah, I know. And I've been sitting in queue this whole time, and I finally got in. Oh my god! Oh, god. Really? Yeah. Uh, why aren't you in the studio then? Where are you? No, I'm saying I've I've been waiting in queue Jesus, to get into the show, try? and oh. now I finally got in. So I mean, oh. I was number one at one point, but then I got uh, like nine thousand nine Kade or something. Oh yeah, nine thousand nine Kade, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't have a, we don't have as many servers as Square either. So I, I forgot we have that crazy host queue going on right now. <laughs> I mean, with how many people are in this Discord channel, that's not... Yeah, you that's know actually, what? Yeah, that's, fair. that's pretty close. Anyway, yeah. uh, Juxta, uh, w- w- the last time you played Final Fantasy XIV, which I assume was the last time that we spoke to you, it hasn't changed since the last time we spoke to you. Um, Probably wh- accurate. Where, I play no pass. Yeah, like, where are you in, in FF14 at the moment? Further than me, uh, yeah, further than uh, R- Robbie Kahlo? What do we call Kahlo. him? Kahlo. Kahlo. Kahlo? Okay, Good job. Kahlo. Way to remember. Okay. Hey, I don't. I, I mean, Good if job. you look at the Discord, he, he's Robbie Landis now. So I don't know. Should I just call him Mister Lander? There you go. Landers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Uh. Well, I uh, I did. I beat the story. 
and I fought the guy, and he was really bad, and then I think I thought we were Asian, but I'm not sure about that. Spoilers, Mr. Randers. Yeah, thanks. Um, but I'm actually not sure about that, but I'm pretty sure we are, because I think I got spoiled on uh, Callie's stream. Maybe? Yeah, Anyways, I mean, he, he play thinks he Walker, beat yeah. 5.0. There you go. I beat 5.0, and that's about as far as I got. Jesus, did you even try... Uh, no, no, it was far beyond trying. <laughs> but, but, I have, um, uh, resubbed, which was a trial in and of itself. No. I, oh. Yeah, because, uh, my token was attached to my other phone. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so that was a process to get that removed. That and before you even say anything, before you even say anything, yes, I did write down the emergency removal password. Oh, which was God. on my other hard drive. <laughs> oh, oh, no. So. I keep that in I, my wallet, by the way. I don't remember the, where I put mine. <laughs> the emergency <laughs> removal password? Yes. Yeah. Just go in a that's safe like, somewhere. That's like 30 characters long. Yes. You write it down on a slip of paper, and then you keep it in your wallet. It's why I have a Costanza wallet. God, no. I've, I, you copy it in a, in a notepad file and throw it on your desktop. Yeah, but then what happens when your computer crashes and you're you can't get to your files on your desktop? Okay, well, you know what? Because it happened to you. You know what? Bef- this was before we had Google Cloud stuff popular. So next time I'll just put it on the cloud and then I won't have to worry about it. Wow. Brilliant. Technology. Brilliant. You need to keep things like that in your wallet, just like I'm sure that a Nero still has the password to get into the headquarters for the Moonglow Defense Force when he was the head of the <laughs> guards or whatever he was. That was that was before passwords for that were okay. like. You want to know what's in my wallet right now? I have uh, my CSO Plasma card. A uh, nobody asked you what was in that? your fucking wallet. Two my health cards, um, maybe ones for my uh, daughter. Uh, an auto transmission card, CVS card. Can we get uh, about, this man out? About oh God, like you're such an six, six uh, coupons for free pizzas. Uh, oops, a security card. Oh, did you get it through Grubhub? Did you get it through Grubhub? Uh, no, it's uh, Bongiorno's pizza. Oh, no, hey, not. do you remember when fans started telling us that we couldn't do this show without Juxta? <laughs> uh, Sam's Club card uh, rewards you, you for him. we did yeah. close to two hours pretty successfully without Juxta. Yeah, George Federal. Oh, two, was C- funny two more at all. Two more CSL plasma cards, a Goodyear card, and another pizza card. Is there no oh, cohesive thoughts anymore? You guys remember cohesive thoughts? Remember good times. <laughs> Some things never change. I don't remember. Ah, Ooh, another voice from the past. That was very scary. It was very creepy. Well, uh, that's not nice. Coming in, <laughs> coming in, like, and uh, with this like spooky sounding like <laughs> intro, like right behind everyone's voice, it just kind of like wafted through and then disappeared as quickly as it came. Well, that's th- that's that you uh, you have <laughs> just described the vocal stylings of one Sale Rivenel, a original OG host for Limit Break Radio. Sale, welcome back to Limit Break Radio. Hello, <laughs> it's good to hear from you. Hi, it's good to hear from all of you as well, and to know that things never really change. So, Juxta. 
despite the fact that he's like, yeah, okay, well, I'll do this podcast with you guys, has not touched Final Fantasy fourteen at all. Where are you in Final Fantasy fourteen? Who, me? You. Yes, you. <laughs> I am nearing the end of Endwalker. God damn! I'm no longer the, the one furthest behind. <laughs> You're even ahead of me. To be fair, though, to be fair, I had, like Escalia, I had also agreed to only do MSQ when I'm on stream. So, uh, I, I, it's not like I can, uh, you know pick at the uh the msq when i'm on my own so um that's awesome congratulations uh what are your non-spoiler thoughts for uh endwalker i okay well wait a minute hang on before we get to hang on before we get to endwalker what was your reaction to shadowbringers shadowbringers was a lot of fun um It was, I don't know how in-depth I can go with everything, um, but it it humanized a lot of things. Sure. And it really, what, what makes me laugh the most is that it takes throwaway lines from ARR and gives them importance. Absolutely. There are some things that Laha Bread Bowl says that I cannot read the same way again. <laughs> oh, Lava Bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's Laha Bread Bowl. He's, he's full of alphabet soup and um, eventually gets eaten. But anyway. <laughs> I like that. That's a good name for him. Um, okay, so uh, overall favorable review of Shadowbringers and the general exposition that that expansion brought to the world. What about Endwalker? Endwalker is taking things in directions that I both thought it would and dreaded it would <laughs> um, in terms of like caring about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um. I I am hoping against hope that certain things will pan out in good directions, but we'll see. We, we will now see. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, well, hey, it's it's always great to to hear from you, Sale. Uh, what are you, what are you doing these days, and where can people find you online? Well, right now, I happen to be sitting next to you all. <laughs> um, but I, I'm still here. I am planning on playing 14 and getting as much done as I can. Yes, that's me. <laughs> um, and aside from that, I've been taking a break from in real life stuff because of... Um, yeah no yeah <laughs> real life stuff sure can't do anything about um we'll see what happens after that well but, hey it's it's as always it's great to hear from you again yeah it's great to be around well we will have to uh we'll have to include you on some of the uh future episodes of limit break radio because of course 
the show is returning but uh sale th- thank you for calling in it is uh it's been wonderful to uh to to hear from you it's been wonderful to be here i've missed you all and i hope to see you all again soon don't be stranger yeah please nope not planning on it <laughs> all right so uh if you want to call limit break radio exclamation point discord in the chat uh we've got a couple more people on hold uh at the moment man sales voice makes me wonder if i'm really a lesbian <laughs> i'm trying to f- i don't think i don't think we can answer that for you there's a f- i know listen there's a flow chart of sexuality there that i need to be able to follow <laughs> that train of thought oh someone please make the sexuality flow chart. <laughs> yeah, we, can we get some diagrams and show it on the next episode that'd be great <laughs> callie's uh sexuality flow chart that's gonna be yeah uh, a it, journey could you, could you oh, a pin in it too so like you know so we can see the progression that'd i mean can it be from like the flow chart from sale to emmett sell great as interpreted oh by Juxta. <laughs> oh, <my gosh. gasps> no. Yes. Oh, that's a terrifying thought. So yeah. That's a one-shot we're, adventure. We're, I don't know. We're, we're, we're all going to get canceled because of that. You know, you understand <laughs> that that flowchart is going to lead to a Thunderdome-type situation, right? <laughs> I was like, that flowchart might just be a circle. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's oh, The no. Thunderdome is the flowchart. <laughs> The circle is a tower when you turn it on its side. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Juxta, before we uh, before we finish with you, because I'm sure you've got lots to do. Uh, Yves already had to uh, to to make his quick exit uh, while we were uh, talking to Sale. Um, but uh, what are you like? What are you looking forward to about coming back to Final Fantasy 14? Obviously, you've resubbed. It's uh, it's kind of a big deal to uh, to to you know. Uh, again, like Kahlo and I, I think you had hit the skids as hard as anyone else when it came to Stormblood. So, you know, with you facing down now your resubscription and your financial uh, uh, commitment now to Final Fantasy fourteen, what are you actually looking forward to? Uh, well, I mean, I hear that the story is good, so I guess I'll enjoy the story. The story is slapping. Are you uh, sticking with Red Mage? Because I know that you kind of soured on that. <laughs> uh, no, I am never going to forgive Square Enix for the bastardization of my favorite job. Aww. So no, you, I you shall not be doing Red Mage. Well, Chuckster, just so you know, if they they no. did make it okay. No, okay, they did. It, it, no, it. it's improved. No, I like it. I think that you've got, yeah, you've got exactly here and you've got basically if you put whipped cream on a pile of shit, it's improved. It's still a pile of shit. You've got you Verfeeder, Verflare now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of Ver. We've had red. those. All right. You, well, you you're a verdict then. I don't know what you want. Yeah. <laughs> He's not wrong. She's not wrong. But yeah, uh, the melee combo, you know, Jexy, you get to, you get to no. melee more. No. no. You don't want to melee? Red Mage does not melee. What if it's a ver melee? <laughs> Why does it have to be ver? Why does it have to be ver? Why, Why wouldn't it be ver? Are you ver mad? <laughs> I am very ver mad. Okay, all right. My ver ass over to my ver dancer and gonna ver step all over you. So, so yes, dancer please. is what you're gonna end up uh, playing through Endwalker, huh? I've never been yeah. less surprised. I mean, A, it looks glorious, and B, it's actually fun. So that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with. All right, are you still are you still playing your cat boy? 
Uh, I mean, technically, although I was planning on just Fantasia-ing into a bunny boy, so... I want, I want to see your bunny boy dancer. I mean, yeah, I'm going to, because I'm leaving this fucking shithole server behind. I'm going to go move to, uh... uh You're coming what, to what, Crystal? What are you guys on? You're, like, on, like... Mateus? Mateus. Ugh, that sounds awful, but yeah, I'm moving to Mateus. Listen, it's literally in the name, Mate Us, so you just gotta be thirsty, oh. you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Juxta, you don't you don't know the uh, repercussions this, of moving if, to Mateus. If you wait long enough, they're they're supposed to be coming out with like a, a data center transfer thing where you can just play with people anywhere, right? Uh, uh, yes, data center travel. We don't, yeah. Yeah. We don't well, have restrictions. We don't here, have restrictions. That's here's the have. thing. Here's the thing. Square Enix servers first need to stop getting fucked in the ass on a daily basis. Correct. So ver fucked. Yes, ver fucked. Fine, they, sure. Ver fucked in the ass on a daily basis. <laughs> but they, they, yeah, there's they, they, like there's no way a feature like that. Like like I can't they, even they, travel to other servers in my data center right now. In the in the summer, they had said that they're prioritizing hardware needs for the new load of players as opposed to that feature. Yeah, so that is with that. the chip shortage, how are they going to do my, that? My point is that feature could, will continue to get pushed back because they're going to prioritize adding new data centers to handle the new load, but probably before they do that feature. Yeah. That's the impression I got from their statements. Yeah, so back, basically, chair. so what, what has to happen is the most popular game on the internet right now needs to get significantly less popular and all data points to the contrary that that's actually going to fucking happen. Okay, yeah, good. Much. Just so we're all on the same page. Yeah, well, you pretty much got it. You're good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold your breath. Anyway, uh, to continue on with the job conversation, since Juxta brought it Wait, to the table, pause. We got to backtrack a little bit. Oh my god! Is mate is mate us? Is that an RP server? Uh, it's crystal. Most of them are. I mean, yeah, most of them are crystal. Are. So here's what happened when Balmung got too horny and overflowed. What overflowed ended up on Mateus. Great. Oh God. <laughs> Sure you to want be, to stay with to us? Fair, to be fair, now granted, I've all, I've been in like Shadowbringer stuff, but I haven't seen any of that yet. Yeah, I'll, I'll say some of like if you're worried that the floors are going to be sticky, like on Balmung, it's not that level of awful. No, I mean for some reason I don't believe you. <laughs> well, listen, why? My, my house's floors are sticky. You went on going there, but to me, a Mrs. Uh, podcast thirst. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say she's a uh, she would yeah. know, right? I mean, listen, yeah, exactly. I could tell you where the floors are going to be sticky. Basically, wherever I go. You made the floor sticky, I assume. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. See, now, now I just imagine as Balmung was overflowing, Callie was the one trying to take sips from it and then spitting it over into I, Mateus and taking I, more sips and spitting I, it into Mateus. I just imagine her riding the wave like a surfer, like on the way down, you know. We done? Uh, <laughs> and you're uh, just waiting patiently. I, like, I literally, I left. I le- I got up. I left. I got a. I got a new drink. You guys got this. Apparently, you don't need me. Hey, hey, this was your idea. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was. It wasn't Nero's idea. All right, fine. Uh, Nero, Nero believed in his heart of hearts that it, it like. At the end of the day, we were all the same people we were a few years ago, and it's just... Look, it, it was a calculated yeah, risk, but Anira was not good at math. I, I honestly don't think we've changed that much. Well, I'm just more open about being really gay and thirsty. Sure, I suppose <laughs> that's true. 
There you go. Okay, well. Uh, that reminds me. Uh, penis. <laughs> I haven't said penis yet. Yes, so. concur. True, you haven't. Penis. Or cock. Or cock. Or dick. Schlong. That's Johnson. Your penis. Uh, our quote is almost up. Our quote is almost up, guys. Excuse me. You can't uh, You can't play that sound bit anymore. Uh, we are a new podcast. Is it all right with you if I touch your penis? <laughs> Uh, no, no, not yeah. no. No, I demand yet. to know what your penis looks like. <laughs> Later, you have no idea how many of these I have. <laughs> I uh, know exactly how many you have. I think he might actually. Say he might, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sloppy. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, did you even try? I am trying, Talison. God damn. <laughs> oh man, I'm so happy. Speaking of jobs, since sickness must be purged, since Juxta brought it up, do your job. I'm trying to do your penis. <laughs> doesn't even make sense. What? What the fuck? Penis doesn't make sense. Hey, phrasing. Okay, that's accurate. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, okay, <laughs> then I guess just pout. <laughs> oh, it's come so far off the rails. <laughs> Okay, can we focus? Why a did we bit? give? Why did we give the chat room the ability to play drops? That may have I been a mistake. Really the only way to replace Juxta was through an automated system. We've been through this. <laughs> you disgusting. Oh God! Does everyone know that I'm just Twitch chat personified now? You're some kind now? of moron. You know that. You're some kind of moron. You know that. This is the collective degeneracy of our chat. Basically, You're some kind just of moron. Channeling. You know that. Oh my god, stop playing that one! <laughs> Juxta's getting juxted right now! It's amazing! It, it feels so good. Jesus, did you even try? Oh, oh Alright, can we focus on Nero? I would like to know your thoughts on the newest uh, Dark Knight job, Reaper. Take off your clothes! Phrasing! <laughs> <laughs> They've got to come out of points. You're some kind right? of moron, you out. know that? There's <laughs> many of them. There's a 2,000 points each. How many points do we give people? I'm actually crying. <laughs> Our metrics you, are wrong. We're giving you too many like, points out. You make like 1 to 2,000 points an hour, depending on if you're subbed. Yeah, because, like, I only have enough points to do one. Sloppy. Watch, Nika. All right, Nero, stop. Nero, stop streaming. This is what happens. Like, you just can't stream anymore. That's all it is. Uh, Not a big deal. I also Crazy. learned that I'm secretly a furry. <laughs> I didn't even know we had that one. I forgot about that. I, I literally forgot about the furry one. So do, we, do we still have gay Terminator? Oh, okay. Jesus. Did you try? <laughs> I guess uh, I, you know what? I don't know. Hang on. Do, do we still have gay Terminator? The boob fun finally You're paid off. I, I have finally become our gay Terminator. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just Hang turns on. out I was into women. Uh, let me see. I'm just going to check that box. 89,000. <laughs> yeah, I think Mal said on my stream the other day she has like 150,000. He's oh making a God. gay Terminator. Yeah, well, I, I saved up, the 50,000 on Robbie's stream just to buy nothing. That, something I already had. Hey, sloppy. <laughs> sloppy. Uh, all right. Sloppy. All right, well, this is the show. <laughs> okay, sloppy. all right. Do I need to turn it off? Sloppy. <laughs> I mean, I'm turned on right now. Children, so. please. Hold on. Did you not put a time limit on these? I am so sorry to the audio listeners out there. Each drop should have its own internal CD. Yeah. 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 We need cooldowns. We need cooldowns. 
Well, uh, nobody has quite abused it to this <laughs> degree. So hey, phrasing. <laughs> right, but uh, you, do I bring up the worst in people? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you have Another reassembled the Legion of America. You know what the problem is? We can only have this or Juxta. We can't have Do your job. Just too much. Um, Just all right. Getting back, getting back on track, though. Uh, the jobs. You're some kind of moron. You know that? <sighs> Jesus. Did you even try? He's trying. I really am. Um, the new jobs that we got, of course, Sage and uh, Reaper <laughs> before we move off of uh, and Walker feedback. Uh, I have actually been leveling Reaper a little bit. Uh, I got it to, I believe, 78 nice. uh, through, my help, through the, the help of uh, Bazoja. Um, what uh, is that? Bless you. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, Are they in the uh, link shell or in the chat right now? You're some kind of moron. You know that? It's well, that actually worked out. Yeah, that one was good. Um it's uh it's it, how do you describe Bazoja? It's sort of like a combination of if Eureka was good. Yeah, Eureka and some of some of the benefits that you would normally get out of something like Palace of the Dead. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It's fate grinding with a POD with a mini POD system uh, yeah. with a lot, big story wrapped around. It's a, and it's actually pretty fun. Like and the story around it's good. So and, and that's and that's where the Shadowbringers relics relics are. Yes. Um, anyway, so, uh, I've gotten my Reaper to 78. Uh, I really like the job. I think it, they did a really nice job, uh, designing this job. Um, it really does sort of feel like it has all of the throwbacks to the 11 dark Knight that the tank job didn't. I yeah. Think- like. Like they they basically took Dark Knight and split it into two jobs, the DPS and the yep. tank version, and you got Dark Knight and Reaper, which I don't hate. I mean, yeah. that's that's just, the thing is that I would sort of expect to not like that, especially with how you know how much I revere Dark Knight and Eleven. But I actually think that it's it's perfectly fine. I like Dark Knight as a tank role. I never thought it needed to be a DPS. But the fact that you know they separated it into two separate, um, you know, two separate on one side, uh, Scythe on the other side. Yeah, exactly. Like I think that that actually kind of kind of works. It, um, it did are work. You, are, are you? I was going to say, are you planning to primarily play Reaper now? Uh well Reaper is now my new uh DPS job. So see that's the thing because ultimately I know you and Nero you're the same as me not giving up those Q times. Like yeah Dragoon's still my main but when I when I'm just playing like casually no 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 we still play Gunbreaker because I'm not going back to 10 minute Qs. Yes. I'm spoiled. Yes. I'm I'm, I'm a little disappointed with Dark Knight anyway right now like I'm, I'm enjoying it I like it but uh yeah compared to all the other tanks it got the least love this yeah it, it, I, yeah I it did I don't feel like an, enough changed for the way that I play Dark Knight except for the fact that I feel that Abyssal Drain is always fucking down now because so, it shares the recast timer with um uh, uh Carbon Spit Carbon yeah. Spit yeah that's right. the biggest annoyance it, outside of that like well, I, I've I, it's been it's mostly been a non-issue. Yeah, the, 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 basically the the summary of it is the delirium was a good change. They made a really really good change to that. It's a shorter cooldown. It gives you three charges instead of you trying to force the five or six to happen within that time window. Yeah, so that's super awesome quality oh, of life. Okay, but 
then I but, guess just pout. But uh, Shadowbringer is literally what is it that that move from Heaven's Sword that they took away? Dark Passenger was it called back then? They just they just basically gave it back to us, put on a minute cooldown, right? Yeah, pretty much same thing. And then the Salted Earth proc doesn't even need to be there. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, where you like cast it twice. So I mean, other than that, it's literally the same exact job from Shadowbringers, and I think that's the the sad part. That yeah, and the fact that warriors are out there healing themselves to full, which is bullshit. We so. uh, uh, one of the later uh, dungeons, the final boss, our healer and our other DPS died midway through the fight, uh, like at probably at like sixty five percent HP, and uh, we the me as the dragoon and our uh, warrior just finished it, finished the fight without of a course. healer. Of yeah. course, yeah, they're I, they're getting nerfed tomorrow. I really hope so. Like the heal, the self healing at least on the warrior. I mean, uh, okay. healing, healing default seems... It's absurd. It's absurd. a little bit much. They, they also didn't do shit to our living dead, and they buffed home gang for warrior. So it's like, what the fuck's that about? Well, so. we'll see We'll see what ends up coming with uh, 6.0.1, uh, or 6.01, excuse me. Um, okay, so what I gathered from this discussion is that uh, Dark Knights are such divas that they need two jobs in Final Fantasy fourteen. Did I hear that correct? Yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. Meanwhile, my job, the the rogue, the thief, got turned into ninja. Lick lick Pride lick balls. No, you want to know what what the funniest thing is? Uh, Strife coming from uh, real rotations in in World of Warcraft. Yeah, is yeah. when it came back, people are like maybe you should just level a different class. Ninja is very complicated. <laughs> And it's like, look, yeah, it's sure. your first sure date. Is. So give me a minute to get some fucking muscle memory, and it's fucking fine. But yeah, once you memorize the mudras, it's like, oh, okay, this is basic. Yeah. yeah. So, uh. Let's mention a two second global cooldown. Is that what it is? Yeah, 2.5 base is, uh. Oh the, yeah, but that's but the way they. The way they. To, uh, to be fair to FF14, the way they differentiate is, you know, you have, and everyone here should know this, you have way more off global cooldown abilities than you do in other MMOs, right? So it's just a different vibe. You know, it's 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 faster but more complicated. But you're mostly GCD locked versus you're almost never GCD locked. Hey, we stopped so talking to you. Go ahead, Nero. <laughs> uh, Go back to wow. So, uh, no, uh, Juxta, since you're no longer playing Red Mage because uh, Square Enix fucked up your job so much, why don't you pick one of the two Dark Knight jobs since they're better? Uh, no, because Dark Knight jobs are stinky and you smell like urine. <laughs> That's oddly you specific. Know See, you can't even have a defense because you're like, it's yeah, it's, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you know what? Juxta has some hits and misses. Just like a Dark Knight. Oh, my God. Oh. Ah, old school Final Fantasy 11, bitches. <sighs> okay. A- anyone check out Sage at all? Not yet. Uh, no? I okay, think, we'll just move on. I that. hear that he's a healer. Yeah, Eves was yeah, talking about earlier. Yeah, Eves said they really like. Yeah, no, I, I know that, but uh, Eves isn't here anymore, so if it's, nobody... Here, put You put your buff on the tank, or if you're a real badass, you put it on yourself and say, fuck the tank. Uh, and you deal DPS to heal the tank. That's all you gotta do. Oh, that sounds fun. That's exa- it's exactly what it is. As as you deal damage, the tank gets healing off of it. That's how. Okay, it works. but what about that whole "I'm a healer, I don't want to deal damage" crowd? Uh, yeah. I would not play they Sage if I were you. <laughs> this is literally th- no Sage is literally like, hey, everyone loved Gunbreaker because it's a, it's a DPS masquerading as a tank. Here's your DPS That's... masquerading as a healer. So there will be nothing but Sage in uh, Endgame. Oh, Endgame, quote unquote. 
other other healers still <laughs> yeah. other other healers still deal um, respectable damage. It's just that they have to make more trade offs in progression. So I think you'll see a difference between progression and farm choice. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, like White Mage got Holy Three. That's pretty sick. So good they skipped Holy Two. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wait a minute. What happened to Holy Two? <laughs> we don't know. Okay. I mean, White Mage is my healer of choice. So. Yeah, I mean, Sage is definitely worth a uh, worth a look for anyone playing. Scholar was my healer, and I hear it got shafted. Which one was? Scholar was the only healer I play. Oh yeah, that. It, I mean, I don't. Scholar's been shafted for like three expansions. Yeah. They, I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm pretty sure last I remember, like Scholar is like the de facto healer to beat because of all of their di- uh, group damage increasing buffs or something. Uh, that was a, that was White Mage and Stormblood was. Or I'm yeah, sorry, <laughs> White Mage was King DPS and Shadowbringers. Yeah, it's this is real fun having to turn our brain back to when the game was not as good to be <laughs> able to have a conversation with Juxta. I'm just saying, bro. Okay. I think I think the main thing with uh, Scholar this expansion was they got like a huge speed buff that's super fun, but that's about it. Like they can run uh, real fast. Yeah, stuff. listen, the speed buff is awesome. That is like the only reason it's worth having a Scholar in your party. Yeah. Otherwise, just Q dodge when you see a Scholar. Um, oof, that's rough. Oof. Wow. Jeez, brutal. Uh, anyway, so um, I think that takes care of most of our Enwalker discussion. We're going to go back to our phone lines here in just a second. Um, but I mean, clearly there is no shortage of things to do when you can actually access the server, uh, for Endwalker. And, uh, it seems like most everyone has prioritized the MSQ, which is, you know, I think that's really great to see. I, I heard a lot of people, you know, before the actual expansion dropped saying that they were really looking forward to jump in on leveling new jobs and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, I, I, I and Walker's crown jewel is the story. And uh, it seems like the majority of people have been uh, just going straight after that story. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll eventually end up talking about it in greater detail here on the air. Uh, and we've also got to talk about uh limit break radio's revival here before we get going but uh before we uh before we get to that wanted to uh welcome into the program ryoku giver of gift subs what's going on hey how's it going i'm glad to see you all back (laughs) well we'll just wait until you hear about the full details of the new show then you can say whether you're glad to hear us or not anyway (laughs) Uh, Ryoku, what's uh, what's been your favorite part of Endwalker thus far? No spoilers, by the way. Mm. I just i i like. Well, I know me people get nitpicked, but I have been enjo- I have been personally enjoying the downtime just because I like spending spending time with the with like this like the scions and some some of the characters, some of the like some of the side characters during Endwalker uh, and. Like sometimes it's like I just really like those slow burn sections. Sure, as you would say. Sure, that makes sense. Um, I and again, I think you know the one of the big criticisms from the panel here today was the pacing of uh, of of Ann Walker, and it's nice to hear someone who enjoyed uh, the more. Um, uh i guess uh you know extended bits the um domestic bits of uh of Endwalker, because there are you know there is 
There is no shortage of that in Endwalker, for sure. I'm actually kind of looking forward to those, depending on who these extended bits are with, because there are a few moments so far in Shadowbringers where I feel like some of the, you know, fetchy stuff goes on too long. But it's also because the stuff we're learning, I don't care about. Like, when you're trying to get the Talos up and running for for the first time, and it's like some, uh, what were they, Rothgars, I think they're called, and his family. I don't care about your family, Bro, yeah. I care about my family with the scones. If we want to, if we want to look into that, that's cool. But otherwise, just get my fucking robot up and running and let me get out of here. I think only one of the three like draggy parts, it would I say, is as offensive as the Talos bit. Because yeah, I hated that bit part too. So the other, the other two parts where I think people complain about dragging, no, at least who you're with is pretty strong. All right, that's cool. By the way, by the way, Kahlo. Hype train. Thank you, Ryle. Appreciate it. Um, Kahlo, do you remember uh, Rothgar from Final Fantasy XI? I do. Yes! yes! Holy shit. I thought I was going to be the only one to remember that. In, he was always out in, like, it was North or South Gustaberg camping Leaping Lizzie, right? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He was a Galka as well. I, l- yep. I just I, I love that that name comes uh, full circle for no fucking reason, like 13 years later. Uh, for those that yeah. don't know what we're talking about, there was just a dude named Rothgar, R-O-T-H-G-A-R. So it wasn't spelled like the 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 uh, FF14 race, but he would hang out in uh, uh, Gustaberg camping, leaping Lizzie all the way back in FF11. And uh, uh, for whatever reason, we had jokes about him and uh, just I don't I don't know what what tickled us so much if it was the the name rothgar or what it was I, exactly. I think what it was is because we thought he was a bot at first but when you would like wave to him he'd like wave back and run around you so he was just a dude who was always out there camping yeah yeah i think that's what it was anyway sorry i, I just wanted to uh to see if you remember that uh any anyway ryoku uh anything else you wanted to share we got to kind of move it along here we're we're already a half an hour over uh what i was thinking we were gonna do for today but uh yeah shame on you for I know. thinking we would be able to cap this out at two hours i know i'm i'm a fool uh anyway <laughs> a, any no, anything sorry. else you wanted to add no it's all good i mean i've been trying out uh i've also been trying out sages it's, it's interesting how like you could you can um instantly heal quickly depending on the situation because there's so many off global cooldown heals compared to like other jobs have more more traditional hard casts right on right on so you're enjoying sage then yeah i've been dabbling a bit, a bit on my alt alt on uh sarzatanis right on right on um, all right. Well, Ryoku, we can't thank you enough for your support. Obviously, gifting uh, a- an enormous amount of subs in the chat, just like Talos and True Strike did. Um, and uh, I-, I can't, I honestly can't thank you enough for all of the support uh, over the years. And uh, it's fantastic to hear from you today. Yep, it's nice talking to all of you again. And 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 Anil, just all I'm gonna say is is look forward to tomorrow. I will. Uh, Ryoku is... And uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Referencing my birthday tomorrow. Thank you so much for the call, Ryoku. We appreciate it. Yep, you all have a good night. Yeah, you too. Um, yeah, uh, Ryoku referencing my birthday tomorrow. Um, so, yeah. I'm gonna a be Nero here. has a... A Nero is a birthday. That implies that a Nero was born yeah. from, like, the loins of a woman. 
Well, I mean, no. or, or I mean, a test tube. It's a, yeah, it could be a test tube. It, it's weird. It's, listen, oh. it's weird to call it your summons day because it sounds like you're going to court. Okay. So, so reasonable. So oh my gosh, more, geez, more, gift subs. more gift subs in the chat. Thank you uh, to Jack attack. Shout out to, to Jack attack and to the ridiculous number of bits. Mr. Jack, thank you very much for, uh, for the bets uh, as well as Ryle. Um, uh, I love we still have the Escalia boob fund animation. Oh yeah. That's not going any, that's not going anywhere. I mean no, but I got boobs now. It paid off. <laughs> it worked. Should, should, it did work. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so, uh, calling it your summons day is uh is a little bit weird, but yeah. um, name day, man. N- name day? Okay. Yeah, sure. That's what it is in the game. All your name days are coming at once. Um Anyway, so yeah, uh, uh, thank you to uh, Ryoku for the call. We're going to go back to our phone lines and talk to Satori, who wants to defend some of the uh, the, the slower parts of N Walker. What's going on, Satori? It's going good. Uh, uh, something first uh, to say first. Uh, first be purged. Oh my god. Yeah, welcome to the madness. <laughs> I know. Now you know our pain. Yeah. So. So uh, I, I did. I did transfer to Gilgamesh. My character is now named Snailing. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> and uh, my pronouns are now she and her. Oh, congrats. oh congratulations! Congratulations! I might have stolen some money back from the boot fund. There you go. No, <laughs> that's wonderful. Congratulations, Snailing. But uh, what I wanted to say was, uh, I needed that filler for this expansion. I don't know how you could go through. The 83 trial, and I have a heart attack. I need to go to Rabbit. No, I, I'm so that's kind of what I was talking about. For those who are really kind of like binging through, you do need those filler moments. Just have a second to catch your breath because they're like, yeah, if you finish the 83 trial and then just went straight into like what's going to end up being like the 87 dungeon and stuff like that, be fucking oh, yeah, be exhausted. Most of us have jobs that allow us to only play at prime time and then the queue is abysmal so when right. you're going through these these slow areas it's really slow see i, I it is. It, here's the thing is i i i i have not noticed a lot of the pacing and and some of it might be where i'm at in the story and i'm willing to grant yeah. it that but i think because i'm having such long times between my play time uh, between my play sessions as long as i'm getting like one sort of big moment every time i sit down and play i'm yeah. pretty satisfied with that yeah and I'll so be, far really i haven't I, where you're at huh like when you get through like like when you get into like the fifth and sixth zone of the of the expansion i'll be really curious to see like how yeah. you're feeling about it okay. i genuinely gotcha yeah. fifth one especially because that that uh, and then the second big fella arc before you get to that last zone or before the, even the second trial that was that was trying that was on par with the uh, Talos arc Ooh. in uh, Shadowbringers. Yeah, because like I mean, I after going through the fist zone and the, the seeing people's reaction when they get there has has been that cup of joy I'm just seeking. I'm just I'm just grabbing it to hold on to it because the reactions I've seen have been like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like listen, I there were moments of the level 89 area where I was just like, Holy Jesus. I know we're trying to have like the calm before the storm, but 
Oh my god. We need to, we need to get there, please. There was a little bit of that though in Shadowbringers like I kind of felt yes. um, Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, they do that there too. Yeah. yeah. I agree. This is uh, unfortunately this is like the build up to Mount Gog, but it takes li- like it feels like it the, takes the, the, the whole section of dealing with the doors like, took a lot longer. I, I will say it, it's like yeah. I will say this though, I felt the MSQ for the final zone goes by quite quickly. Yeah, oh my god. The, the final zone is maybe the like when you compare it to Ando Cups, like there's no comparison. And I the had fi- to leave in the middle to do this dumb show. <laughs> wow. The final wow. zone up through I'm, I'm just kidding. From the moment you enter the final zone until you see the credits is the best Final Fantasy 14 has ever been. Wow. Right, so let's, let's wrap this up so I can go back to it, huh? Alright, let's keep it going so she can't play. And then she'll have to go to oh, my god. <laughs> but, uh, but my, I, you, you gotta go give attention to your daughter. I'm gonna put my daughter to bed, I'm gonna get kicked out of the game, and then I'm gonna have to do this all over, right? Because I had to be here. But you were, it's worth it. Well, just not our fault. It's always worth it with y'all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing's keeping from playing right now. But I will. I will you, think, you think I haven't been playing games right now? I'm in the studio. I'm going to be in the studio because I am responsible and I feel like I should be. The we last the last like the last like 20 minutes of the show we're just going to see Nika leave and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> she's just going to see her like getting progressively more out of frame with each passing moment. <laughs> she's just gone. <laughs> I walked out at the beginning of the show to go to the Moogle box to get my pizza emote. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the distance we just hear a teleport away. When you walked out at the beginning, I was like, shit, she DC'd already. Goddamn. All right. I came back with this delicious pizza. Satori, thank you so much for your call today. Appreciate it. Also, can I give a shout out to something real quick? Yes, absolutely. Oh, Oh, yes. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Aether Hunts. Uh, It's been a wonderful building this community of hunters. I might not like every single person in there. But I appreciate what everyone's done, and I can't believe I've had the pleasure to uh, build a Discord server that has grown as big as it has. Well, and also fuck Discord. Congratulations, fuck Discord indeed. And like, thank you for the most Limit Break Radio shout out I've ever heard. Yeah, it's this community I don't like most of them, but uh, (laughs) no big shout out to them. It's a Bilbo Baggins approach. It's like the only Final Fantasy XI H&M players, except there's no defense ring. There's no riddle. Yet, yeah. they, sh- yet, yet they want to... Yet they just keep on spawning this shit, and then they get mad when things don't happen the way they do. And it's like, please! Yep. Well, uh, uh, make sure to drop a uh, link to the Discord uh, server in the uh, chat room to let anyone listening join if they want to join. And uh, also, make sure that your new name is reflected on your uh, Discord so that I can actually call you by your proper name. Because I've I've already forgot I'm that bad. Snailing. Okay, I will will do my best to remember. Anyway, thank you so much for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. All right. right. So um, we've got a couple more calls. We're going to definitely get to uh, we're going to definitely get to them. Um, But I know Nika is limited for her time remaining. And I wanted to make sure that we get into this next part before uh, we had to have people start peeling off uh, for, uh, you know, the end of the show here, Um, because this is the thing that everyone, I think, 
uh, has been excited to hear about, uh, is, uh, you know, excited to participate in uh, the next phase of Limit Break Radio, because, you know, leading up to this show, we did say that this would be the final reunion episode of Limit Break Radio. Yep. Uh, which means that we are going to go back into regular episode production of Limit Break Radio starting in 2022. When specifically in 2022, we will get to that when we have figured that part out. <laughs> Undecided. <laughs> we are still very much in the building phase because... So, so are you saying that this is the announcement of the announcement? Of the announcement, technically. Yeah. A little Damn bit. It. No, we're announcing that the show is coming back in 2022. Yes, okay, it is. But we don't have a date yet. So look forward to when we announce the date. That's right. But here's the thing. Okay, Um, when we all sat down and we talked to each other about, you know, if we did Limit Break Radio again, what would that show look like? What would that show sound like? You know, one of the things that when we talked about this on previous reunion episodes of of Limit Break Radio, you know, we said going back and doing the exact same show the exact same way is something that we're definitely going to do <laughs> no i think would be nigh on impossible yeah oh um i mean doing a show every single week uh there are some of us who have actual human responsibilities not just like oh i've got to work or i have to figure out how to pay my rent some people on this call are responsible for an entire fucking human life okay and and one of them is juxta how scary (laughs) is that terrifying oh that poor child terrifying I say, I say to my DM in about 45 minutes. Yeah, we'll yeah, see rip. how that works out for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to lose my fake girlfriend already. <laughs> you still have the other one. So, I do. I, do. I was going to say, how is that role-playing, Robbie? So the the first thing that, that we should probably address, the elephant in the room, is that, yes, Limit Break Radio is coming back. Yes, the people that you loved being on limit break radio are going to be the same voices that you will be hearing in this new reformed version of limit break radio Ascalia, Kahlo, juxta nika strife uh yves all of us are going to be involved with a new version of limit break radio so this wasn't just a reunion episode for the sake of nostalgia this is sort of setting the foundation of what the next phase of limit break radio is going to be and the first thing that i have to do is i have to thank the patrons that we have over at patreon.com slash limit break radio whether you're a patron right now no matter what gift level you're at and whether you've been a patron in the past and have fallen off or haven't been able to uh, continue your commitment over there there have been a couple of really key and crucial pieces of 
bringing limit break radio back that we've been able to get pretty much a six month jump on so because of our patrons over at patreon.com slash limit break radio we've been able to bring back the archive of all of the 14 shows and all of the 11 shows those are all available right now exclamation point archive in the chat we'll get you the links to both of those archives but we've still been working on bringing the podcast feeds back to platforms like itunes and spotify and the difficult position that we find ourselves in at this particular juncture is the fact that the website went down and was dormant for a period of about a year And because of that, we have a lot more rebuilding to do on platforms like iTunes or Spotify. If you've gone to the Limit Break Radio feed on iTunes, I bet you've noticed that almost those 200 reviews that we had on that feed are now gone. We can't get those back. Oh, whoops. Thanks, Juxta. (laughs) But we... uh, But... The point is, is that we've got to rebuild all of those. So we don't have the same visibility on places like iTunes and Spotify. And the regrowth compared to the first time that we brought the show back from no longer being a show is going to disgust me. Thanks. Is going to be a little bit longer and more protracted. Nika. Oh my, Nika. What? what? You okay? I'm so happy it's not my child. <laughs> oh, you can hear? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's so far away. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Doing a show that filled with that much of Anyaro's ether, thus making it that angry again. Welp looks like this is a wow podcast now. Blech. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't no, think. No, I don't think no. you have any anything to worry about that. But. Um, what, when we kind of took internal stock and asked ourselves, what is a reasonable, like expectation for if we did limit break radio again, the thing that burnt us out the most and the fastest was the week to week episode production schedule, uh, three hours every week was just, and even when we backed it down to two, it was, it it was was still a challenge. The, the problem is truly that to be able to have something to talk about every week, it forced us to take every scrap of content yeah. that Square Enix put into the game and whether we liked it or not. So now I'm just sitting here doing content I don't like so that I can talk about it on LBR. And it's like that can only be fun for so long. Yeah. And, and I think we've seen other FF14 podcasts take this tact as well, which makes yep. me feel a little bit more justified in, in, you know, doing it. Like, I think, you know, when we had done a weekly show, we looked at it as a challenge. Can we do this and still make it a fun and entertaining show? We answered that question. The answer is yes. The lengths that we had to go to to get to that were insane and and insane to the point where, you know, like we should have been compensated way more than we were. We were (laughs) busting our asses for 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 very little personal gain at that point. Okay, Uh so, you know, obviously doing something you really put a price on internet popularity 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fuck yes. Yes, you can. It varies wildly, but some have. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's also a good point. That's a valid point. Um, but here's the thing. So, you know, I, I think that when we looked uh, when we looked at sort of the problem of limit break radio and and what we were doing and how hard we were having to to you know uh push that pedal to the floor in order to do that when we stood back and kind of looked at the prospect of doing limit break radio on a once monthly basis the problem became much more manageable. The problem oh, yeah. became, you know, instead of figuring out how to do nine shows in a three month span, you, you drop it down to three. And I, I th- no, I miscounted that 12 and then three or whatever. Oh, not good with math. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but in, in, in any case, uh, when we looked at doing the show on a monthly basis, it became doable. So that's sort of the first caveat of bringing Limit Break Radio back is we're looking to bring the show back on a monthly basis. And uh, unlike our previous uh, Patreon campaign, um, we're willing to earn your uh you know earn your patronage over at patreon so you're not going to have to hit a fundraising goal for the show to be monthly it is monthly it just is okay and so we started to think well then what is the role of the patreon and what is the role of the fundraising goals because there's got to be there's got to be some level of quid pro quo right Elsewise, there's no value that the audience actually gets out of investing in your brand. So while I understand some might be disappointed with the idea that Limit Break Radio is going to go to a once monthly schedule, I think you might be interested in this idea because we have reached back into the history of Limit Break Radio because there was something that we used to do a long time ago. Back when we were a Final Fantasy XI show. And it was one of the more popular things that we have ever done in Limit Break Radio's history. And so, I would like to announce that we will be reconstructing the Limit Break Radio network. Dun, dun, dun. We are going to provide a variety of shows, mostly mostly revolving around final fantasy 14 at least in the onset um and as we gain support you guys as an audience gain new shows not just more episodes of a show you already like but new brand new shows and concepts from the limit break radio crew and i'm proud to announce that our very first limit break radio network show has already been in production escalia 
It has. So. Voices of Vana Deals returning to chat has asked for it. Oh, God. No, no one wants Voices of Vana Deal back. Oh, shit. Like four people said something in the chat. Oh, no, it's not. And we're not doing Hails from Heidelin or Echoes of Eorzea either. No. Uh, for those who have not already checked it out, make sure you tune in to Fresh onto the LBR Network, the Warriors of Lust podcast, the gayest, thirstiest show in all of Eorzea, and now expanding into more regions with every passing expansion. I am, of course, your Warrior of Lust, the enemy of innocence, sucking way, Callie Page, and I look forward to hosting uh, some very important discussions and some discussions you won't hear on, say, most shows because they have decency and things like that, things that we don't care about. So uh, I also saw that Serena, uh, the temptress of fate herself, Serena Hima, is in the chat uh, tonight. She's also one of our co-hosts. So make sure you tune in to uh, that show. It's myself, Serena, and the insatiable Draku Drake. Uh, we just finished an episode that went live today, actually. You can get it at uh, warriorsoflustpodcast.podbean.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, to, on this episode, we talked about toxicity in the role play and erotic role play communities, because I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of it. So, uh, yeah, we've done some important conversations like the age of majority in Eorzea or consent or uh, next week we're talking about or next episode we're talking about kink. So it's going to be a good time. Well, there you go. The very first uh, show on the Limit Break Radio Network, the Warriors of Lust podcast, which is already available. And uh, Lloyd is good enough to uh, provide that link right there in the chat. Please go follow it. Uh, Sucking way. Yeah, with two C's. Not not blowing way or gagging way or. (laughs) I don't gag anymore. That was a long time ago. I just want to say, I thought I did every side quest, but apparently there's NPCs I didn't check in on. So thank you. Mm -hmm. No, you're going to, you're going to need to check it out. There's an awful lot of those Loprets to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They don't all have names. There's a good, there's a good comic I saw out there, which is, is going over how they're naming conventions. And one of them's name is three way. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good comic. Bravo. Bravo. Uh anyway, all right. So uh Nika, I understand that you have a situation that uh that you have to go address. I wanted to before you departed though, I did want to say thank you for joining us and uh looking forward to uh reviving Limit Break Radio along with you. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. All right. Now go take right. go yeah. take care of your child. I go go take care of I gotta go rescue my husband from my child, so... Take care of your stupid baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, peace, guys. Peace. Uh, did, that, did, did that feel good, Juxta, that you got <laughs> to say it? Those, those kind of land differently now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um... Uh, so yeah we've got we've got a lot of plans uh for the limit break radio network uh excited to have the warriors of lust as uh, a part of the limit break radio network we've got a couple of other concepts that i'm going to go over here in just a second before we do though one of the big pieces of the limit break radio patreon campaign as it currently exists that will be modified considering that we have uh met this goal i think now several times is the revival of the lbr website and strife is the one who is personally heading this effort up so strife what can you tell us about the lbr website 
Yeah. Right. Talk so, to us about the matrixes and the codings. And the things, the bits and the bytes. Um, yeah. So basically where we're at right now is, uh, unfortunately, because of the Endwalker release, I didn't get as much free time to work on it. But the current plan, I'm hoping to have something show off, at least to you guys internally in, in uh, a couple weeks. But basically, we have uh, the back end prototype almost done once the back end stuff is prototyped. That's like the system for we're going to store all the information for the site and the app. Uh, once that's done, being prototyped, uh, we can move it into something that's run by LBR, not just my personal account, and then we can start building off of that. And then I also have someone doing the front end, like the actual website, uh, and they have wireframes for the design, like a rough layout. So that's something I have to review with you guys and see, get feedback from you so we know if we're going in the right direction for the content and how it's going to be laid out. And uh, in addition to that, once the back end prototype and the website are ready, the next step is uh, in parallel with the website being fleshed out, I'll also be starting a little bit of work on the mobile app as well for the users that primarily access it from their phones. So a um, lot of a lot of really exciting integrated features coming to this new website. Right. So like at the base of the website, for example, if I think of it as a minimum viable product, the very, very first thing we're going to do, we're going to make sure all the Limit Break Radio Network shows are available to listen to. Uh, we would we're talking right now about trying to save that to your account. So, you know, which ones you've listened to where you let, where you left off and stuff like that. Um, and you can kind of tag them as favorites. We want to tag all these episodes with metadata. So if you only want to filter by episodes that Juxta was in, or like there'll be a tag for that, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. That way um, you know what, what episodes to avoid as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, you you'd probably want or... to like only have selected. Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the, you know, I'm sure we'll have to have a way to include or exclude certain tags for people. Uh, Mr. Strife, can we put uh, requests in for what we want on the website? Uh, yes. Okay. Positively. You just, you just, no, no, no. Scope is a concern. Uh, Strife, you just answered the wrong answer. Just so you know, you have opened up a whole litany of issues. I I, I just want to be clear. I didn't say I would acquiesce to said request. I said I would listen to the request. Doesn't mean I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think where where can people send those requests, Strife? Uh, hold on. Let me get a fake email. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't have. You know what? Honestly, if you have a request, um, should we just send to the Limit Break Radio email or? Or uh, yeah, Limit Break Radio at gmail dot com or at Limit Break Radio on Twitter. Yeah, and then we'll. I guess we'll have to filter that later so we yeah. can go through them. I'm sure. Um, no, I'm sure no one will will ask for anything too complicated. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Well, there's no way that this could blow up in our face. Right. So, I again, personally but, think that if you had the ability to add like like put like a really cool picture on it on the website. I must ask, as I seem to be Taihei only one asking, what is the amount for the FF11 podcast? I want to oh. shove money towards that. My Shantou oh, no. to trust demands. Oh, okay. Demands oh, to know. That was where the the, the donation. They just demand. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. They just demand. Anyway, what, what were you saying, Juxta? About what I will, I will address. A picture. I will address that in a minute, Ro. A, a picture. A, a picture. Of I, what? I want there to be like a really cool looking picture on the website. Can you do that? Um. <laughs> I, I, I feel. I, yeah, I feel like I need to ask. What is the 
What is the picture? It's a oh, genius. I'm not doing it. I don't know. I, I'm not a graphic designer, but I'm just saying it needs to have like a really cool picture yeah, on well, it. Well, Jocks is suggesting there needs well, to be an image of some well, kind. Well, let's it well, we'll be put, just text. We'll, we'll put it this way. For the both the app and the website, we obviously need a logo, an icon, right? Something to make it stand out. And then the website itself, because it's bigger. You're, okay, we'll no, stop, stop. You're, you're overcomplicating it like, with picture or with image or logos. I need, there should be a picture. There could be a picture, maybe. Yeah. Is that possible? Not, it's possible. Can you rearrange the ones and zeros to make sure there's a picture? I can't was be, right. This was a mistake. Oh my there God. Pictures somewhere. Do you, are you asking for a game FAQs style <laughs> like logo on there? It all made in like ASCII symbols? What are you talking you about? Like, That's text. I said I want there to be a picture. I don't. Yeah, Mal, Malkiri's got the right idea. I don't know why I'm suddenly scared about a picture. But I know. Like, he's put the fear in me. Um, it's going to be I, juxta in a thong. Right. Yeah. The, so, again, I mean, unfortunately, that picture does exist, but I don't want that one. <laughs> so for the listeners, for the listeners, let me be clear. The MVP right now, what we're discussing and what we're prototyping out internally is making sure all the shows are there. You can listen to them maybe cache them offline in the mobile app, um, you know, stuff like that. The website itself, we want to make sure it looks good. We pick out the right color scheme, et cetera. Have that minimum viable product feel, right? You got to be able to sign in with an account, all that kind of stuff. When that's done or when that's in the almost done, we're going to start talking about the fancier stuff. Like what, what's the, what's the crazier stuff we want to do? Obviously the tags are a big deal, the filtering and everything, but also, you know, maybe we should, be putting up news about you know what we're doing uh schedules for when the shows are going to be out um there might be an opportunity to put polls up there for you know you guys to answer and give us feedback about stuff uh there's lots of opportunities if you i mean again i'm not committing to this this is just suggestion but maybe there's a section where you submit things to juxta and he may or may not do said crazy things that you submit to him who knows? Hey, Juxta, of- I, got, I got an idea. I got an idea. You you like to draw things in MS Paint, don't you? Um, yes. I am now announcing a new line of Juxta-made NFTs. We are going to chain this man <laughs> by his foot to a, a, a desk in the basement and make him crank out NFTs till he can no longer actually see. You no, just I need to buy them. <laughs> oh god i mean god. you know what uh i can't help with these projects if we're I'm it's gonna be I'm it's out. gonna be part of the cock chain <laughs> oh oh that's different that's different i'm sorry I thought it was blockchain. <laughs> so that's good that's, that's good oh my god oh man but yeah, so again, guys, it's, uh, it's it's exciting. We're not just building uh, a website. We're building a small platform yeah. for, for these shows. And we want to make sure we get it right. And again, we're doing it in spare time. So it's going to take a little bit. Yes. Uh, but as soon as we have something to show, I promise we will at least get teasers ready. You know something what I mean? like a picture? <laughs> something like a picture. <laughs> God damn it. You know what you want? I'll send you a picture later, Juxta. Well, it's not for me. It's for the it's for the people. Mm-hmm, the people mm-hmm. demand a picture on the website. Okay, I'm sure they do. I yeah. know what the populace wants. Oh my god! All right. Well, there we go. That's they it. want a picture. God damn it, Jux! I've missed you. I'm not sure why, but I have. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, that brings us up to date on the website. 
on uh, plans for uh, the revival. There are going to be a couple of a couple of noteworthy uh, changes that will be instituted once uh, Limit Break Radio walks the end goes live. Uh, and that is, first of all, that uh, Patreon members are going to get early access to uh, episodes uh, by about uh, like five days, probably worth of early access, as well as uh, the videos on demand for the uh, Twitch channel are going to go sub only that doesn't mean we're not going to support youtube we absolutely are going to support youtube but there's going to be a definitive release date for episodes and uh it's going to be one of the features of the patreon and subscribing to the twitch channel to get early access to those we're still going to do them live we're not we're not changing the live show to sub only or anything but you got to be here live for that right like so you got to make time to be here the people demand a picture of Anyero's true primal form. I want to see a picture of whatever god Anyero is based on. That's a terrifying suggestion. I mean, there's, there's, that, there's a Patreon goal for that, I'm sure, right? We can figure that out. Yeah, sure. We can we can definitely figure that out. Um, all right. Turning back to the Patreon, though, uh, one of the things that we said was that, you know, we are going to be looking to expand uh, expand on the Limit Break Radio network. Uh, obviously, we have our first show that we announced here, the Warriors of Lust, uh, which is already out and you can go and uh, and and get it now. There is a second show that we are going to announce at a later date. I, You know, you got to kind of draw these out. You, you can't do all. All of the like, announcements at once. You gotta draw them like a picture. Stop with the fucking picture! I'm saying it's a good idea, or at least let's let's just put it on the wall. Stick it to the wall. All right. So we've got some other concepts that uh, you know for shows to add to the Limit Break Radio Network. The first one is the return of Limit Breaking News. Obviously, with not covering FF14 every single week, you know, there's going to be reason to do limit breaking news again. Uh, Part of the reason we stopped doing it was because, oh, uh, uh, news just dropped. Well, we've only got two days till, you know, we're going to be talking about it. So if we're if we're doing episodes less frequently, a show like Limit Breaking News makes a lot of sense. I am so excited about this next show. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm excited too. Because I have to I have to tell you the 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 backstory behind it. One day I get a DM from Ascalia and she says I've got a a, a hilarious name and an, and a great idea that I think you could pull off but that I could never pull off in a million years. Correct. So and I can't give you a dollar amount yet. If I spoil it right now, do I get credit for it? No, you don't. But the Joe Rogan experience <laughs> is definitely a show that I think the Limit Break Radio Network would be the perfect vehicle for. So that's another concept. That Nero, I was so happy that you liked the concept. Oh, I, I loved it. Show in my life, I loved it because I've never heard of you know, like it's just it's so perfect 
because there are just so many different ways that that concept could go. But I'm going to leave it open to your imagination, listeners. The Joe Rogan experience. Um, the next concept was one that specifically Ryle was asking about, which is Limit Break Radio Insatiable Resurrection, which would be if we got to this funding level on Patreon, our Final Fantasy XI show. Now, this is where the biggest changes would happen in terms of who the fuck is going to do this show with me? Because I guarantee you, I'm not, I'm not going to get Kahlo or Ascalia or Strife to agree to come back to, to Eleven with me. Hey, right? hey, come on. Don't leave me out of this. I'm never coming back to Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't I wasn't sure about you because you you had a much longer relationship with Eleven than even Kahlo did. I mean, okay, well uh, I'm pretty sure Escali or Kali no Escali with Scalia. I'm pretty sure Escali had a much longer eleven run than I did. Uh yeah, I think I had the longest outside of a Nero who has the longest now. Yes, I do. That said, no, I'm not coming back either. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna wait. Let, I need wait. to put an asterisk on that. I need to put an asterisk on that. I, I, Ascalia Ryumasa, am never, ever going back to Final Fantasy XI, pending what this big 20th anniversary announcement actually is. Yeah. So I, I, let few, I refuse to like shut the door completely on it just because maybe they'll blow my mind. I was going to say, if their anniversary is something special, maybe I'll even pop, pop my head into Bass Talk and look around for a minute. Who knows? Let so, me talk. Before you add any more asterisks to that statement, let yeah. me paint you a word picture. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a, yeah. a podcast yeah, okay. where you yeah. are going through the level, right. but but it's no expansions. It's just the base content, and okay. you're doing it on Dragoon. So we have to like you know add that back in, right. and you're doing it with another Dragoon. So you're doing <laughs> Wait, a so like double like two Dragoon so two podcast. Uh, were, Juxta, were you one of the seven people who listened to Double Dragoon when I was doing that? Oh God, no! I but okay. I remember it. I didn't think so. Uh, yeah, sure I saw that on iTunes somewhere back in the day. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I would prefer if we all just forgot about Double Dragoon, please. Well, yeah. Oh, well, I remember it now, so I'm going to start making jokes about it all the time. Mm. Awesome. Well, yeah, because in radio it helps to, you know, jazz it up a little bit so that we create what we call a word picture. Good job, Juxta. Appreciate that. You're welcome. See, uh, another God. thing a picture is useful for. So there, there we go. Uh, that's another one of our concepts is uh, Limit Break Radio Insatiable Resurrection, uh, which, by the way, that subtitle sounds like it should be a Warriors of Lust podcast. And uh, yeah, it sure does. Uh, our, of course, uh, our final uh, concept that uh, we're going to share with you today is actually one you're very familiar with. It's called the Final Encountercast, except it would be called Let's Be Real. And be a lot different from what Final Encounter Cast was. Okay, fair enough. So it's, it's a new show. Final so it's a new show. It's a new show, but it's called Let's Be Real. 
and uh, inspired it, by Final Countercast. Inspired by it would it, like, like Final Encountercast. Like Final Encountercast, it would talk about more than just Final Fantasy. How about that? What if we we shift it just slightly? So instead of Final Encountercast, it's called Final Encounter Podcast because he kind of loses something without the pod part. I don't know if people understand that it's a podcast if you don't. No, it's call called it. Let's Be Real, asshole. Let's Be Real Podcast? Oh, my God. No, I'm no, gonna no, fucking let's murder Be Real you. Cast. Let, let's Be Real Network? Let's Be Cast. Lesbian Real. Ooh, Lesbian Real. Oh, I like okay. that one, actually. Lesbian yeah, like Cast? That, one. that one's more interesting. There we go. Lesbian Cast. It's, it's, it's a podcast about lesbians, but it's after they're in the hospital and they have casts on their legs. Cast. <laughs> maybe gonna, it's because gonna, they were fucking too hard maybe gonna, it's because they got hit by a car you're gonna that's what the cast Callie. is about all right Wait, so isn't getting hit by a car so it's like an isekai lesbian Nero, will you please let me know the moment that you regret bringing juxta back into this hey Kahlo. Oh, hey Kahlo. i have some regrets <laughs> to tell you about <laughs> <laughs> um all right so there we go those are those are some of the concepts that we have uh sort of waiting around if i'm sure listen joe rogan in experience doesn't you know that's not a, that's not something that strikes everyone every day but i'm sure that we will stumble upon more of these as time goes on so knowing that there is a place for them on uh you know to to be supported uh will be on the limit break radio patreon so if you want these shows to be breathed into existence and i can sympathize with some of you who don't <laughs> who who just heard that outline and was like no, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> can I get my Patreon money back? Actually, I can see you thing? on your. I can see you on your blogs right now, being like, "Fuck all of this shit." Uh, but there is one more aspect of the Patreon that I want to share with you, and that is some of the exclusives that we've come up with. The exclusives are fun. These are things that. If they ever get shared outside of the Patreon, it will be long after the Patreon has closed. Okay. So we've got a couple of concepts. Some of these have been lying around for a while. But the first one is probably one of my favorite discussions that we've ever had as a part of Limit Break Radio. And we've talked about this one before. But I think, you know, if we reached a certain threshold, then it's probably time to do the great Final Fantasy debate again. Yeah, it listen, and further beyond that, I think it's time given the state of things right now, it's perfectly viable to do two great Final Fantasy debates because you could do a great Final Fantasy debate about ranking the expansions for uh Final Fantasy 14 by itself. I, I definitely think that the consideration around the online games will have changed considerably from the last time we had this discussion. Oh, my gosh. We, yeah, we could rank all the expansions in 11 and 14. So I, 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 I am particularly a fan of this idea because if we end up executing this, it means 
that y'all motherfuckers have forced me to play Final Fantasy 15 to its conclusion. Yeah. I will have to have done that. To play Final Fantasy 6 to its conclusion. Yeah, how's oh, that? Wait, whoa, 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 wait, wait, six whoa, is good. whoa. Back you all know? the way the fuck up. What? Everyone who says that apparently doesn't remember the ending, so is it? I don't remember playing, I don't remember anything about FF6, which implies one of two things, because I've played it multiple times. It implies that A, I always quit at the same point, which is getting to the mountain with the returners, or B, I did finish it, and it was fucking forgettable. So you, you, you just enraged tab chat. Careful. Maybe. I think Maybe. you broke my brain. You've never finished six. I think that I have because I have distinct memories of like a few battles. Once you get into like, you know, the world after Kefka's blown it up or whatever. And like, like, like little memories like here and there. OK, tell me a memory. But I don't like, uh, for example, obviously this could just be from memes. But, you know, the. um suplexing the train uh i specifically remember uh climbing up the tower in like the uh, uh slums area of the city to get tara back and then she turns into an esper and flies off somewhere i remember getting gao i remember fighting like ultima weapon or something in you know the 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 sort of end game zone but beyond all those that, are in the world of stuff. balance okay so besides those things I don't remember anything else about that game. Hold on, hold on. This sounds an awful lot like you think like the game like ended after like Ultima Weapon and you never actually got to the world of Ruin. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. The point is, I don't remember so much of the game. I either didn't finish it or it's it's not that memorable. Anyway, I'm playing it on my stream is the point I was making. I think Hollow thinks that after you beat Ultima Weapon on the Floating Continent, that that's the end of the game. Or that's where I that that could be where I stop my furthest playthrough. Maybe I don't know. Just like how, like in Mass Effect, when you become a Spectre, like that's the end, that's the end of the game because you yeah, were the first human Spectre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kahlo, I just want you to know that like 25 people have bailed off of this stream since this re- <laughs> revelation. revelation. Way to close us out, Kahlo. Yeah, well, nice job. Thanks a whole fucking bunch. God damn. Actually, you know what? Hold on. We could like expand on this and have the great Final Fantasy debate and the great Final Fantasy remaster debate because they remaster like every fucking Final Fantasy at this point. Oh my god, we're gonna have to be very clear if we do this yeah. about what version we're talking about. I think if we do if we do the great debate, it has to be the OG, like none of the remasters. I hate this timeline. <laughs> anyway, is in the timeline. <laughs> yeah. All all details for us to figure out at another date and time. Point On is stream. The point is that the great Final Fantasy debate is one of the stretch goals that uh, can be unlocked over at patreon.com slash limit break radio. Now, again, all of these changes, none of these changes are are live over at Patreon. Um, It's just what we've conceived for the future. So (laughs) just so you just so you guys are aware. okay, none of these are live. You won't see any of this reflected over at Patreon. We will figure out the specific, you know, goals that we have in mind, dollar amounts, things like that, that that will all come in time. The 
Second concept that we have for Patreon exclusive content is a series of movie riffs. Now, these I I I am real I think that these would be really really fun. And it's not like hey, we hit one goal, that means you get all of these movie riffs, okay? But one of my favorite things in the fucking world is Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Riff Tracks. And I have always wanted for us to do a riff of Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Oh, God. Because it's so bad. Question. Okay. Do we have to watch it first? Yes. Probably, yeah. Because I have never seen that movie. Oh, you're, you're so lucky. Oh, my God. Praise be. You know what? Hang on. I have a new thing that I'm looking forward to. Oh, is no. sitting down and watching the Final Fantasy Spirits Within movie for the first Wait, time with Juxta. Group, group watch? Watch party? Watch party with Juxta? I saw Spirits Within in theaters. When I did, too. I don't remember any of it. I did, too. I, I, I saw Spirits Within in theaters, and it was so bad. I went, I went with one of my best friends, Brandon Stevens. It was so bad that halfway through the movie, we're just playing football with his shoe. No one else is in the theater. <laughs> so we're just throwing his shoe like across all of the, the chairs, and it's hitting the wall, and people are coming in, and they're like, oh, it's this movie? Yeah, all right, fuck it. We don't care. It was it was bizarre because when I watched that movie, I had just figured out what Final Fantasy was, right? Like I, I was playing FF10 at the time. I was playing Kingdom Hearts, and that's how I found out about FF. And I was going through that that whole phase, and I was like, "Oh, dude, there's a Final Fantasy movie!" And I was so excited. And I was like, "What is this sci-fi trash?" Like I just I did not understand the spirits within at all. Like it was so weird. You and everyone else. Um, so that's, that's one of the goals and, and, you know, along with it, I think things like, you know, doing a Patreon exclusive, like watch along for the first time, uh, would be really fun. But what I'm, what I'm looking for is something a little bit more, uh, organized, uh, when we come down to the final riff where we've actually like written some jokes. So there's going to be effort involved here. Ah, fuck, I'm out. (laughs) The second movie that we could possibly riff, Final Fantasy Advent Children. It's another horrible movie. Yeah, but it's better than the first one. (laughs) It's it's better than uh, Spirits Within, like... I'll I'll never be a memory. Is it? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's better than Spirits Within, but yeah, it's not it, great. It, it has memorable moments. Yeah, Dilly Dally Shilly Shally. That's Dilly what I'm trying to remember. <laughs> that's, I'm that's trying to remember that phrase. I'm like, oh. I'm sitting here remembering all the edgy lines from like the, the remnants in Sephiroth. You're like, Dilly Dally Shilly Shally. That's the takeaway. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, got it. that's what you remembered. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. So another riff that we could possibly do the original super mario brothers movie oh god oh ooh, interesting i mean we could 
That's not a bad. That's bad not. Idea. It's not. I. I wouldn't, with these. Listen, I wouldn't be opposed. I recently rewatched that over Thanksgiving, and I could definitely. <laughs> Why? Wait, hold on. The actor that played Luigi in that movie. What's his name? John, John Leguizamo. Well, first of all, is amazing. That guy. I actually love that guy. Wait, did you watch the original? Did you watch the director's cut that was recently found yeah, and like director's cut? <gasps> Sometime last year, they found a director's cut with extra footage that you can watch for free on the Internet Archives. Yep. I'm about I'm about this. I got to find it. Uh, well, the version that I watched was the Rift Tracks version, which they had played on their Twitch channel uh, during Thanksgiving. So uh, I'd actually not seen the Rift Tracks, uh, the riff of of Super Mario Brothers before, but it was very good. Um, that doesn't that doesn't count as watching the movie, though. Yeah, it does. I, I still had to sit through all of the gross fucking like fungus scenes. So yeah, no, I I I, I watched. That's the hot scenes. What? 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 Anyway, so what? another riff that we could do: Final Fantasy Fifteen King's Glaive. I've not I'm actually seen this. a trend. I, I actually liked liked that one. Did you? I actually did. You can riff good movies, just so you know. I, I, I'm not saying it was a good movie. I liked it, but I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm a simp for a weeb. 15 when it came out. Yeah, so I, I, I not by the end. I didn't love the end. I, th- I think yeah. I watched that because I was excited for 15 for some reason, yeah, and then so you watched I, it yeah. and you were no longer excited. It, actually, I, no. The movie, the movie was a good job hyping up the game. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh wait! Did I watch the animes that came out? Well, anime, speaking of, we could riff Brotherhood Final Fantasy fifteen as well. Oh boy! Okay, that's that's easy. Do you have any non Final Fantasy recommendation? So I'm noticing <laughs> he has a recommendation that doesn't have Final Fantasy in the title. A trend. Well, what about Daddy of Light? It doesn't oh, have God. Final Fantasy in the title. This is technically correct. Jesus, the Jeep would try. <laughs> That's a free drop. You know you can trigger drops, Juxta. Uh, no, drop. I can't. I have a 1900 bit. <laughs> oh, wait. They don't call spits. <laughs> wait, what? Did you think they call spits? Did you think people were paying us to do the drops? No, <laughs> right. It's 1900 Jesus, channel did points. Did you even try? There we go. How do you only Stop have 90? How do you only have uh, 1,900 channel points? Do your job! I spent them all trolling you on one stream and then... <laughs> never came back. Yeah. Okay, that sounds accurate. That, you know what? Fuck me for asking, I guess. Um, so there you go. That's our, our sort of riff concepts. Oh, again. okay. Then I guess just pout. Again... We will have uh, specific dollar amounts attached to all of these, and it'll be spread out kind of with, you know, hey, you get a, a, a new show over here, and then in between that and the next new show, you'll get a Patreon exclusive. So we're trying to build the incentives uh, properly, I guess, um, it would Why? be so that it also, makes, makes sense. It's not. It's not on the Patreon yet, but if we reach $7 million, then we will introduce the LBR animated series, too. Oh, my God. You know what? Sure. That, that actually yeah. probably could cover the cost. That actually probably could cover the cost, yeah. Yeah, we, we could probably do that. I... 
Sure. You $7 million. Why not? Were we going to talk about this? No, nah, I mean, let, let it ride. What? We couldn't possibly bite us in the ass later. You know what? All right, fine. $7 million will do the LBR animated series. What the fuck? Uh, I mean, come on. It was $7 million. We can do anything. I'll tell We're you what. Gods at that 20, point. 20, $20 million will do the video game. There we go. At $20 million, I'm just taking the money and skipping town. So, <laughs> Robbie, you don't tell them that ahead of time, idiot. Like, come on, man. So, come on. If, if they haven't figured it out with the, uh, Star Citizen, they're never going to catch us either. So we're just going to have a lot of DLC. It's fine. The last concept that I want to share with you guys is not necessarily even a Patreon concept. I don't even really know what to do with this because, I mean, first of all, the login queue situation is going to have to get drastically better for this to even be a thing to pursue. But you know what? You know, you know what seems to be a really popular thing on Twitch these days? Tub streams. I mean, yes. A tub stream? No, we're not going to do a tub stream. VTubers. Yes, also correct. But no, we would not be. Why? I, I've got my VTuber avatar right here. He's sitting in the chair. I, I, I'm with you. I do the same thing with Callie. We were VTubers before VTubers. We kind of were. No, I am, of course, referring to hot tub VTubers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, God. Just mash the two things together. All right, no. What I'm talking about are DJs in Final Fantasy XIV. Club Limit Break Radio. Well, let's be honest. Let's let's be real, Let's you mean? Be, let's be real. Let's be real. Kahlo, let's be real. I let's was real. the first Final Fantasy XIV DJ. Mm-hmm. There is no argument about that i would do i within your scythe i i Kahlo, you and i would stream for three hours we would do the never reap 500 and we would screw around in circus tower or whatever and then you know after Uro is claiming that he is the reigning never reap 5000 champion no, wait, what? I don't, I don't think that's true, is it? That's it's not true. true. That can't be true. It's not true. That can't. Okay, okay. okay. Just we're on the same page. Anyway, so when you would go to bed, I would end up staying on stream for like another three hours just playing stuff from my SoundCloud and, and you know, being a DJ. Just I, being a DJ. That's right. I was the original Final Fantasy fourteen DJ, but... There are other people out there who have raised the bar, so to say. Oh, yeah. They've definitely, you know, they've got the DJ equipment. They've got, you know, the uh, the the uh, mixing surfaces and they're they're doing like club DJ sets. Slightly different concept from what I was doing. Still, though, I was the original. But, you know. If this is going to be a thing that like, you know, a hundred or so people will tune in to to watch and listen to, well, that might actually be worth my time. So at some point when login queues get better, we are turning the Limit Break Radio House into Club Limit Break. That's it. That's that's the announcement. 
Sounds awesome. I think it's going to be fun. It's not even on my data center. I don't give a fuck. Well, you will when data center travel comes. That's true. 7.0. Yeah, going to say two years from now. Never. I mean, be, uh, are you planning to, if you do this, are you going to do it like on a schedule, like a monthly thing, a weekly thing? Or? Yeah, probably. All right. I mean, really here's awesome. the, here, look, here's the thing. Okay. We have this lovely dick stage that has gone completely. Stage D, thank you very much. The dick stage has gone, you know, kind of unused since since the glory days of Limit Break Radio. And most people, I don't think even realize that it's a dick. Yeah. (laughs) No one has performed on the dick stage since Callie left the server. So. You know, I kind of feel like you, we can we can breathe some life back into this little this little Dick. studio that we've made here in uh, in the this goblet. little limp stage. I mean, it's it is feeling a little cold. We can make it nice and hard again. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Through, through lots of dancing. Yes, dancing. Because Juxt is a dancer now, so he'll be performing. I assume. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. So there we go. There's there's some of what we're thinking about planning for um, considering for this Limit Break Radio revival. <clears throat> Obviously, we don't have a, a definite date to give you guys of when we're going to be back uh, for the official new episode of Limit Break Radio, because there's a couple of things that we've got to get set into place. We've got to get a new logo. We've got to redo our uh, our our imaging, our intros, our outros. Everything is going to be new because this is going to be an entirely new era of the show. And I'm really looking forward to it. I think that this is going to be a lot of fun. Well, I mean, that's why I'm looking forward to it. Ultimately, I didn't want to come back and just do the old like, you know, it's fun for like a reunion episode. To, like, hey, let's, you know, do some of the greatest hits and come back and, you know, have some fun with the old bits. But like, I want to come back and just do that, you know, every month and call it, uh, the show's back. No, go back and do something different. That's what made us fun last time. So let's do something fun this time. Exactly. Oh, shut up. You didn't just you just didn't want to be the female Arjitlam punching bag again. Be fair. Everybody was a. Was a punching bag. I say, like, I think last time around, I think I think Nika got punched more than I did. Oh, definitely. She's the only one who who actually legitimately cried on air. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, no, we, well, yeah. we fair, she work. deserves it because she shot her own platoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was brutal. That was pretty brutal. All right, uh, before we get out of here, though, uh, seriously, if you want to get in early, uh, patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio, the best way to uh, go ahead and support the show. Uh, if you're looking forward to the show coming back, make sure to tell your friends. Uh, hopefully, by the next time we talk, we will have a website uh, in place to show you. With a uh, picture. With a picture. With a picture. Sure. Sure. There, there, there will probably be a picture. Uh, and we're going to have to uh, hire like a graphic artist to like handle the picture because yeah. it's only a graphic. Yeah, we're, yeah I, we're definitely going to need some designers help. Yes. <clears throat> Show uh, me you your best Juxa. picture. No, Juxa, don't worry. I've already talked to him about this because Strife is like our main like code monkey and he's not good at the actual creative stuff. We are going to get people to like, you know, go beyond the ones and zeros to help uh, design it so it looks pretty. I, I, I have UX experience too. 
but okay. Right, no, I'm talking about like visual stuff. Yeah, we need That's to like exactly have like good pictures on it. Yeah, I get why you were asking about the picture now, Juxta. I understand. Thank you. Oh, okay, yep. okay, <laughs> this is completely. Yeah, okay, cool. Fuck me then, right? Uh, no, you're good. You you code stuff. You make the yeah, ones, ones and zeros. Turn to zeros and oh, zeros into ones. God damn it! Which, sound. by the way, I'm. I have a idea that's gonna blow that like out of the you're, water. Let me guess. You're gonna recommend it too, right? I've tried. It doesn't work. I'm sorry. I know. Sad. See, this is why we need more creative people in programming. <laughs> oh, because if I was creative, I could fit the two in. Is that what you? Okay. Yeah, clearly. Okay. You tried and it didn't work for you, so someone else has to try. Yeah. Yeah, guys, never do anything for exposure. Look what happens. <laughs> By the way, I think your stupid baby needs some attention. She always wants attention. She's laying, she's literally laying on my uh, table. Where do you right think she now. gets that from? Yeah, I <laughs> wonder. <laughs> she comes by it honestly. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, before we go, we've got a couple of more uh, callers hanging on. Uh, let's go to Barty Wolf. Barty Wolf, call and limit break radio. What's going on? Thanks for the call. Hey, what's up? Yeah. So those Fortnite players sure are mad, aren't they? Oh yeah, they're pissed. That was that was re- weird. The reaction from the Game Awards. You, I assume you're referring to, right? Yeah, I you that that was a mess. Yeah. Wait, yeah, were they were they actually pissed? Oh, legitimately. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, FF4, a Final Fantasy game winning, you know, the award over Fortnite was uh, unthinkable to these people. They they have no fucking concept, I guess, of what the game was. Especially even best community, they were golf calling out. They were like, "What the fuck?" I mean, I'm sure that they think only boomers play this game, but whatever. They, they, they literally think the only game is Fortnite. It's really funny. It's kind of like when League was new and everyone who played League only thought like that was the only game. It's like that same vibe. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Look, if you, if you don't play it, everything else is dead. Okay? That's just how it works. Uh, uh, anyway, Barge Wolf, what did you want to talk about? Well, as, well, as you mentioned, uh, Final Fantasy Eleven is getting its 20th anniversary soon. What do you think they're going to do for that? Jesus. I don't know. I mean... There's not much that's still in the pipeline for FF11 development, you know, because we got that new uh, that that new leveling system. Like, there's been nothing even hinted at that I could think like would would be this big announcement. We just it's like it's like there's a void. It could it could literally be anything, and I think that's exciting. They've already officially trashed the mobile port. That we were supposed to be getting right. Well, hold on. They trashed the mobile port. That that was going to be run by Nexon. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that was a great loss or anything. So, right. So, if they were to port it to some platform that's not PC, or if they were to give it a facelift, it would definitely be internal. It wouldn't be with a partner (laughs) at that point. I mean, I I don't know. I I you know twenty is 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 a big deal. It's a big anniversary, but I I almost feel like maybe maybe fans are hyping this up too much. Maybe there's too much expectation there. For one more year and the game can start drinking. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Jesus. That's true. I, I just, I don't, I literally don't know what to expect. It could be anything. It could be nothing. I, I would set expectations low just given, you know, the game does have some active players, but it's not like it's big money for them, like 14. So I wouldn't give your hopes up. But at the same time, it could be, it could be something good. Like, you know. <laughs> There, there. Uh, I mean, as someone who actually does play eleven, like there are moments where it resurges. 
you know, like the player community, like, uh, and it doesn't have to necessarily coincide with something like uh, Return to Von Adil either. Like that, that player base fluctuates as much as a reasonably healthy MMO these days does. It's kind of surprising for as old as that game is. What do you think, Bargy Wolf? What are you expecting for the twentieth? Well, if we're keeping the uh, smaller uh, size of the, of the uh, dev team in the mind, I have a couple ideas I think they could work in. Like uh, One of the ideas I had a while back was possibly having present-day versions of the uh, of Grauberg, uh, Karaganarago, and uh, what was the name? What was the one in the Sandy Territory? I, you know, from the Goddess? I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like a sort of like a mini expansion where they reopen those up. Yeah, re-explore them. Uh, po- kind of like a scaled down version, maybe a bit of scaled down version of the pioneering from Adeline. Possib- possibly like rebuilding those places or such, uh, discovering old secrets and all- possibly tie in more to the whole. Because uh, remember, because you've ever looked around in Grauberg, you probably noticed that there's some, the re- part of the reason why it, it, we found People don't go there. We learned from the people who wanted to keep away from the fairies. Right. Yeah. Well, if we could I, get like a, a, a fairy, a, a, a fairy uh, avatar or something. I mean, and there are also new areas that are sort of referenced in Voracious Resurgence that have been mentioned before, but like Voracious Resurgence is like newer content. So, you know, like I'm still working through that myself. Yeah. Yeah. Though another idea I had would be and here's this is the easy one. This is the this is the this is the one that they, they could just say like they could just say and just get without thinking some bunch of us old folks back to the game. Opening up, re- rebuilding Tev- Tevnasia. Yeah, that would be that would definitely be dope, or any sort of payoff to Tevnasia at all. Yeah. But like you know, kind of like a rebuilding, um, uh, rebuilding uh, Ishgard sort of thing for Tevnasia would definitely mm-hmm. be cool. I would be I would be super into that. Well, Barjewel, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. All right, likewise. All right, let's get our final caller of the night. Everyone's favorite, Chile. Chile, what's going on? Chile, that's the real hot chili pepper right there, just so you know. Oh, hey, everyone. How are you doing? Good, Chile. As always, it's great to hear from you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I mainly really wanted to call up just to say congratulations on coming back. Oh, thank Um, you. Yeah, it's not. It, you're. Um, it's, it's very hard for me to say this right now because I'm nervous. But it's you're I'm one of back. the. Yay, you're back! Thank you, Lasar. No, you're one of the content creators that inspired me to do the stuff that I do, and I know that you, as a group, have inspired so many different content creators to to be themselves and to make content for the games they love. So it's lovely to see you back, and it's lovely to hear about all the new shows. Um, I look forward to seeing what you do in the future with all the different projects because I think we can all agree right now that most of us come here for the for you guys and girls rather than just the Final Fantasy content. We whatever you spell out is what we're going to be here for. Well, within reason. Thank you. Except for Justice Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. I'm if- just saying pictures they sell. 
I'm just listen. I'm just saying, if we get desperate to the point where we're giving Juxta his own show, then I can understand why you might be hesitant to come to the channel. I get it. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Please don't do that. Anything else? Those are the real final days. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much for everything you've done for us in the past, and I look forward to everything you will do for us in the future. Well, Chile, thank That's you very much. Fun. That's very, very kind of you. Uh, and uh, of course, we're excited to to be back and to uh, you know be contributing to a community that has meant so much to us uh, through throughout our entire uh, career, not just as uh, Limit Break Radio, but of course serving as the foundation for what would become Checkpoint. And uh, you know, we uh, we appreciate everyone who stuck with us through that entire period of time. And are now anxious uh, to come back and uh, and and bring Limit Break Radio back to uh, the greatness that it that it once stood at. And uh, uh, hearing how much you know uh, uh, you know we've inspired other shows and other people and other content creators um, that really means a lot. Uh, you know, I think that 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 is a major major measure of the quality of. Uh, you know a show's content or um, you know just how how much is it remembered Um, you know a lot of times uh, you know it's easy to forget this kind of stuff it's easy to forget uh, a podcast that you listen to for a little bit and then went away to go do other things um so i listen i i thank you so much uh chile for for calling today and for sharing that with us and uh you know it it means a lot thank you no problem. As I said on Twitter earlier, um, we, uh, they'll be after pie. By the way, that was a wonderful pie that I Thank look you. forward to anything you do in the future. As I said, you came on stage and passed on the torch to us as other content creators. But obviously, we screwed up a little bit, so you had to come back. Well, so that you. torch is back, <laughs> back where it rightfully belongs. No, uh, uh, we yes. did, we did, <laughs> we did pass on the torch, and you know, for that, uh, that's one of the reasons that we feel bringing Limit Break Radio back. It can't be exactly the same. It can't be the same yes. show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got to, uh, you know, the same way that we challenged ourselves to make a brand new show each and every single week, we've got to be up to the challenge of how do we, you know, what is, what's the new limit break radio. And if we came out and started doing the exact same show, um, you know, I think, obviously I think some people would be happy, but I, I don't know that we would be fulfilled in doing think- that. I think people would like it for like a few episodes and then be like, oh, they actually are just going to come back and do all the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't you you don't you don't need you don't need to hear us retread, you know, the same jokes that we did 10 years ago. We've got all new new bad jokes to do. That's right. Yeah. Yay. Now, I feel like we've all changed a little bit over the years, grown ish in ways, I guess. Ish is right. Grown ish. (laughs) Grown ish. Yes. (laughs) That might not be the right word. <laughs> hey, changed. man, I got We've some changed. ish for you. It's only three three dollars a gram. Keep it's your that good, is that good ish. Keep good ish. Keep your itch to yourself. <laughs> I spread my itch to everybody I meet. All right. Oh, well, Ooh, cool. well, that's not good. Yeah. And on that night. And on that note. <laughs> yes. Chile, thank you so much for your call tonight. Appreciate no it. Thank you. Um, and I think that's where we're going to leave it here for Limit Break Radio today. Thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate it. Um, you disgust me. Aw. 
Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, before we, we take off, I know that uh, that Kahlo, Juxta, and Escalia are getting geared up to do something over on their channels. What You want, you guys want to plug that real quick? Come on, Juxta. Plug yeah, your DM. You're the DM. Juxta, you're the DM. Uh, all right. So oh, the God. DM, uh, uh uh juxta Juxta? did we lose you did we lose the dm he's still there no i'm still here oh (laughs) you guys had wanted to say oh god no so i just stopped i could sit here and have dead air for all the time in the world god god damn it all right so i kicked juxta out uh i'll go ahead and and, and (laughs) finally Yeah, we have several Dungeons and Dragons campaigns that we do throughout the week that happen both uh, on my channel, twitch.tv slash Robbie underscore Landis, as well as uh, Ascalia's channel, twitch.tv slash Ascalia. Please come and watch us, hang out in the chat, uh, chat with us. Um, But yeah, the one we're doing tonight, Juxta is the DM, and surprisingly, he is very very good at it uh and also uh i'm shocked characters became girlfriends uh, a few weeks ago so if you want to see those fanfics that we sometimes read on the show become sort of real life now's your chance to do it yeah if you you, you ever find yourself thinking i hope scully and callow end up dating well matt you have there's apparently one other person like you Yep, and if, uh, <laughs> if you want to see Robbie's character bully my character endlessly for no yeah, reason, to be fair, all- I bully everyone's character. It's because I'm afraid to be loved, so I push oh. people away. Justification. Yep. Okay. But yeah, good. It'll God. be fun. Fun. It's a fun campaign. You guys will enjoy it. All right, join over at Twitch.tv/slash Robbie underscore Landis. The link is in chat. Uh, also, uh, Twitch.tv/slash oh Escalia. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. And probably a good moment to mention uh, while uh, Kahlo and I are super thrilled to be returning to Limit Break Radio. It does not mean that this is the end of us developing our own brands. Correct. Uh, Hell no. No, we are we are still very much uh, in the process of trying to make it as performers ourselves. And so uh, you can follow us at, like you say, at twitch.tv slash Escalia, twitch.tv slash Robbie underscore Landis. We each stream, I believe uh, you're six days a week and I'm five days a week right now. Right? I'm basically seven days a week at this point. Oh. Well, go uh, you. your sinus days a week. Well, it's just every every day except for the days you have sinus problems. Yeah. And and, and it's I kicked out Juxta again. And I, I want I want to be very Thank you. I want to be very clear uh, about something that, you know, uh, the support to the Limit Break Radio channel and to the Patreon. Obviously, those funds will be distributed in various ways. However, I do not want anyone to take an existing subscription or Patreon com- uh, uh, commitment that you've made with Ascalia or Robbie and convert that over to limit break radio don't do that continue yeah, uh, robbie and i are, are not making our living off of limit break radio Correct. um my, my patreon which is at patreon.com slash escalia and my twitch are basically how i'm paying my share of the bills now at this point so uh yeah 
please, uh, please, if you can support over on Twitch or at patreon.com slash Escalia, highly appreciate it. So just, so I, I mean, and I want to make sure that we mention that so that everyone knows exactly how their support is going to support various people, whether it's through Limit Break Radio or whether it's through your individual uh, Twitch channels or Patreons. So, uh, and there's going to be more of that, you know, as we bring more shows onto the Limit Break Radio network, you know, shows that are not necessarily, uh, you know, uh, that I'm helming or or being the main creative force on, you may see those shows pop up with their own Patreon campaigns. And that's something that we want to normalize and something that we want to uh, make sure is a feature of Limit Break Radio and not something that is, um, you know, muddled in a lot of confusion. Uh, so just so everyone is clear, I, uh, I am I am never going to ask you to take your support from another channel or another Patreon and bring it over to Limit Break Radio. OK, so just so just so that's clear for everyone. Uh, but that is going to be it for today's episode of Limit Break Radio. This is exciting because we're on a, a the cusp of an entirely new frontier of Limit Break Radio, and I think it's going to come back bigger and better than ever. And I'm excited to take you guys on that ride with me, both as co-hosts and for all of you listening alive at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio or uh, listening on the podcast feed. I can't thank you guys enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your existing support and we can't wait to uh march on into the future with you guys hand in hand that's going to do it for today's episode of limit break radio i want to thank everyone who was a part of the show all of your calls all of your uh gift your bit gifts your uh supports over on patreon your uh subs and your gift subs thank you guys so much the audience is what makes limit break radio possible and of course all of my co-hosts today nika strife uh Kahlo, uh juxta escalia uh uh Ye- Eves as well. Shout out to Eves uh, Lloyd for answering calls for us today. Thank you so much for all that you do. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Aniro Grigori. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening music in this episode from Pirate Crab. Listen to Band with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at PirateCrab.BandCamp.com. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by the generous viewers of Limit Break Radio's Twitch channel and Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Thank you all for your support. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. <laughs>